What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. We have a guest. I can't believe it, Joe. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> we, uh, um, yeah, uh, we have a guest. Uh, cute, super cute. Um, Pete. I got a said <laughs> Pete. Harmio. Oh, you're talking about me? I yeah, yo, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you waiting for the cute guest? guest? You waiting, waiting for the, for the cute guest? A surprise yeah, guest man, for Pete. He just pops out of like a cake on the table. Like, oh, we got a stripper for <laughs> what? For the podcast? <laughs> I would have been more excited about the cake. But fucking cake, man. Look at that. <laughs> Somebody likes it. At me, some right? point, you cross over from seeing topless women to wanting cake. And, and, and I feel like we all have gotten to I that gotta point. I got to tell you, as a fat man, that was a very easy transition. Okay, right now, I've had nothing right. to eat today. And given the two options this moment, I'd go for the cake. <laughs> First, and then I would go for the stripper, I suppose. But anyway, welcome back, Pete. Thank you. It was Thank been you. over a year. I it has been over. It's been yeah. two. Just a little, and a half. no, a little over a year. Is it a little over a year? Yeah. A okay. Over one yeah. year. Yeah. It, it uh, just popped up on my feed. I think on oh, okay. Facebook memories, like uh, two weeks ago. And, or so. uh, for those of you that don't know, Pete is the uh, proprietor and. Uh, Man, are you manager or assistant manager? I'm, ever, I'm everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, Shady Grove Records, downtown Kingman. And uh, what are you guys up to? A lot, a lot. So we are uh, in the middle of a move right now, moving the shop over onto Beale Street. want to be more in the historic district there. So. What's that address? 209 East Beale. So you're moving one block over and down a couple blocks. Yeah, I yeah. Think. Yeah. So we'll be across the street from uh, from west to third. It's uh, Sarah Ferry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Roseburg Gardens and Wet Dirt and all of uh, their organic. Oh, we need to have those three ladies on here at one time. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, that sounds like a shitload of fun, and this whole place will smell so good once they like while they're here and once they leave for like a week because all of them smell good (laughs) because they just know how they do such. They they are they're such a fucking awesome man. They're gems. They have a great show, great show, a great store downtown. It's fantastic. Yeah. That store is so cool, and we're talking about how cool your store is too. But, but that that store could be almost anywhere in a big urban area. Absolutely, it would yeah. fit right in. That's how classy that place is. I agree. It's like Kingman doesn't deserve this, and well, we really Frank, deserve that. But uh, Frank uh, Frank Neiman owns Sea uh, Dog Merchants. They're going to yes. be right next to us. If you've never been in there, man, I'm telling there you, is that some, is there, there's shit that in there that I'm like, I need to walk out because I'm going to purchase this and it's give it so to somebody. It's so crazy because that's that's one of those shops that you walk into and you're just amazed yeah. at how much cool stuff is in there. And it's like cool stuff you didn't ever think of. Like, I literally go in there every time and I'm trying to convince myself that I don't need to start collecting something else, you know? Like, I say, right. God. And I'm like... I, I walk in, I see all this stuff. And I'm like, man, if I just, I, all I need to do is I start like planning this all in my head. I just get a curio cabinet, start filling it up with stuff. And I'm like, where does that end? You know, it's like, the it's, end game it doesn't. Like, it it's, it, it end ends with you with having that, 40 right? curio cabinets in a Connex container right, in your yard. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> exactly. what happens. It's like when you, when you walk in there, you, or you have a preconceived notion of what it's going to look like and what's going to be for sale. And then it's one of those, it's like a conversation we had about certain songs back in the 90s that you never hear. It's like, you know these things exist, what he has in there, but you've never really seen them for sale. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's the cool, it's not like the typical cool older military thing that you might want to buy. It's like, what? The, it's not like an army thrift store. Exactly. It's, it's something, it's a different level. It's like, what, what the fuck? How can yeah, so he's pri- got this for sale? Prior to walking into Sea Dog, I had never been in any military-style store except for like, an Army Navy surplus right. store to buy like a 
a winter jacket and boots when I was a teenager. That's kind of what I thought before I went in there. Yeah, so I walked in there thinking it's going to be a bunch of, like, you know, bayonets. And and while he does have all that stuff, there is just an amazing amount of just war-era American propaganda and... Maps uh, and stuff, like old maps. Just, like, all this amazing things. I just And I can't get over how how cool that shop is. Yeah. Every time I go in there, and, and him and uh, his wife, Val, are, are great people. So. And you're moving uh, next door to him. Right and so next door. You guys yeah. are going to feed off each other really well because... We, well, you know, yeah. that's I'm excited about that. I think that that's going to be a, 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 a great... Uh, a great addition to that little area, you know, and then yeah. we have, and then Rosalba's had the pawn shop on the corner of uh, Second Street, right there for, mm-hmm. for I mean, for 20, Pawn World's been there for twenty five years at least, yeah, yeah. Tw- at least twenty five years. I mean, I remember when they started on Northern, and then they opened the second location downtown, and I was like, wow, they're like, you know, and then pretty soon it was like they were the only pawn shop really in town. So now we got the corporate place over by Safeway, and then A and P. Which no, is closing? AMPs, oh, they're done, done. Oh, they're done. They're. Is that the one that was on? Wait, that's one that was on Northern. You were saying, or or not? Is there a place on? Yeah, there's pond. The other there, pond world. Oh, pond that's world also pond, pond world. world. Yeah, oh, okay. so it's great, man. They're, you know, they have two locations, and uh, Rosalba and Jerry Homer are the owners, and Jerry runs the one on Northern, and Rosalba runs the one downtown, and then uh, you know, it's it's crazy because I've known them for so many years, and I worked at the bowling alley when I was younger as a as like the front desk and. Uh, night supervisor and stuff and you know her kids I've, I've known them since they were four and five years old they used to come in for youth bowling on Sundays and now to see them grown uh, up as adults me. and they work in the shop it's just it's really cool to to see all of that stuff happen and now to be right there in the middle of all of it be a and part be part of it, of it. It's, isn't it cool amazing yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love it so I'm, I'm really excited for the move over there and, and this the actual physical place is a little bit bigger isn't it true it's got it's, more it's a couple hundred more square feet okay. uh, but it's just going to be a better layout the biggest thing is parking man I yeah mean, yeah the parking on on andy divine uh, not only is it like you know people are coming down el trovador hill it's, at it's like dangerous 55 miles i hate it's i right. hate parking on along street there parking it's like yeah. really sketchy so uh getting away from that to have dedicated parking spaces actually in front of uh in front of the shop is is a very welcome thing. Well, for you have us. such a cool store anyway. You were kind of a um, a a dedic- well, not dedication. What do you want to call it? A, a destination, not dedication. A destination store where people would they knew where you were. It didn't really matter. They were gonna go to your store even though it was tough parking. They would park somewhere else. Yeah, I and think walk so. a little I mean, bit. We have we have such a great a great core group of of uh, of regulars that that come in and and uh, on a regular and yeah, they're willing to weather the storm of traffic and. And now they're not going to have to as much. And now they won't have to. So, you know, we're looking forward to that. Go across the street and get some uh, locally made candy and baked goods and then go to Sea Dog Merchant to get a World War II map. What else do you need? Right. Some vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I you think literally could have, live off of all that. Yeah, we're going to have it all covered. <laughs> yeah. Flowers, fresh flowers. Yeah, across get the some flowers, get yeah. some vegetables. And See, what you're going to do is you're going to go to West of Third and you're going to get some nice flowers to have them in your store. So that it kind of brightens the place up too, makes him look, which I would do probably all the time. If you I know, down. knowingly have, like have him introduce pollen into a record store. Oh well, sorry. Yeah. And they have the bake. They have the uh, the bake the baked good goods. Right. Yeah, Gideon. Yeah, the Gideon, uh, bearded yeah, baker. Yeah, yeah. Baker the bearded stuff. baker. It's yeah. such a nice guy, and and all of his stuff is just. And more local artisans. And yeah, more <laughs> more than I'd like because I just <laughs> it's all bread, and I love yeah. bread. And more local artisans with the uh, more turquoise stuff that we, of course, it's Kingman. Those of you that don't really know this. We're getting broader listenership now from different yeah. places with Spotify. Yeah. 
is a very well-known turquoise area, like world world-renowned like, turquoise, like like the highest quality, highest-rated turquoise. Right. Yeah. So we have local yeah. artisans that make jewelry and stuff, and it's available downtown Kingman to come. Yeah, by and Kingman check it out. turquoise is actually a specific color and grade. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's, it's also really, really expensive. Really expensive. Yeah, because it's such a unless uh, you got a guy. Such a cerulean style blue. Yeah. So right. It's like people equate it to that color. So like. Oh, look at Joe's got my my chunk of yeah. Joe's, Joe's got a piece. gifted to me by dude that owns the mine. Really? Yeah, Josh Colbaugh. Yeah, oh, Josh and cool, I've been friends man. since high school. Yeah, that's mom cool. caught us smoking weed multiple times ditching right. school. Right. <laughs> Shout <Yeah>. out. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyway. I were to come in your store, like well, first of all, when do you uh, are you, is your current place closed right now? So the current place is closed. We are in the middle of packing up. You know the. 12,000 records that we have. And <laughs> That's it? The, the 8,000 <laughs> yeah. 8, CDs and everything else and boxing it up and giving everything a fresh coat of paint and getting it over to the new place. Um, they're finishing up a little bit of the renovation on the new place. Uh, mm-hmm. Floor goes in. My Shout out to my buddy Dave Snelling. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's putting in my floor. It's, uh, it's really exciting. We're we're super excited for everything that's going on. We were trying to get him on the show a few years ago, I and mean, he he kind of he kind of he said, "I don't know." Remember that we were trying to? Yeah, because he because uh, and he I understand his reasoning because he's like, I tend to go off and then I get myself into trouble. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I I no, I know man. I'm the same way, and you so have to. We're looking for a train wreck. I mean, come on, yeah. gonna, <laughs> the right, train wreck I mean, of a yeah, show. It's like I mean, maybe if you preface the show, like <clears> if you put out a. You know, a warning before, right. like, "Hey, Dave's going to be on the show. <laughs> Shit's going to get <laughs> give, give up. Snelling his own right? trigger warning. It was like, "This is a Snelling trigger warning." Right? <laughs> he has a lot of followers. We probably get some. No, a little I, bump. Think, I think I think it would be. I still want to have him on the show, man. Dave's just a passionate oh, yeah. about about yeah. you know yeah. the things that he believes and yep. you know it's he it's always fun time having conversations with hell him. yeah. So I so they're putting in the floor. The Snellings are yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. and they're going to start soon ish, and that that doesn't take very long for a big area like that. I think actually it's starting tomorrow, and then it's going to take them, I think, three or four days to get yep. in there. So we'll have a full week. Our, our real goal is to have kind of like a a soft opening, more of like a solid opening on uh, Saturday the 30th because it's the show and shine for Route 66. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're going to have everything blocked off from like 1st to 6th, and Beale Street's just going to be just jam-packed with awesome cars yeah. and cool people. So. I was like, man, it'd be really cool to be open for that. If we get it open, it would be awesome. If we don't, it'd be what it'd be. But are you gonna have, um, or like your last place? I don't even know. I should have known this. It haven't been to your older place recently. But you're gonna have like a couple, like a speaker outside if you're playing That's, something. You know, we were just talking about that. I yeah, was like, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I I agree, but you don't have to blast it. Just kind of like, oh, there's music coming out of this store. What? Oh, it's a music store. Let's go in there and check out some vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to disturb any of the neighbors too much you know i mean we have uh we have some really great people around us like a the church on the street is down the street or like two doors over and it's like i don't i you know i i run through a playlist in the shop i'm not gonna lie man slayers on that playlist yeah i, I just, don't I really all right well maybe you can have outside music <laughs> and then or in like, your inside music <laughs> or just say fuck it no or, don't no don't, don't do that. that that's a that's a bad idea that's have, why i don't have some own nice neutralish music that's People kind of like and they go, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Music. Yeah, I don't know what you don't the hell come that would to be. The fucking record store to listen to I like know. fucking music. No, you don't want to do that. That's not what I'm saying. It, you got like you just uh, have a yacht rock station. Like it's just time. all it's just all yacht rock. It's Loggins and Messina. I'm and, all right. Oh, no, God. no. 
Ugh. Come on, man. Uh, there, uh, somebody asked me if I wanted to go and see uh, who's oh. the other big yacht rock Hall guys at Holland Oats down in in Laughlin. I'm like, I would rather go see Kid Rock. I've seen. Kid <laughs> I don't. Rock. I've seen Kid Rock too, and I don't like Kid Rock anymore. Man, but I would rather see him than like Holland Oats. I don't want to fall asleep at a concert. No. Oh man, Holland Oats has some great songs though. Man. I know people keep trying to tell me that. I haven't heard any yet. <laughs> what about Man Eater? <laughs> It really doesn't. I, 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 she only comes out at night, right? Exactly, man. Come on. I know it starts out. I'm not going to keep going. I did not do enough cocaine (laughs) in the eighties to get into that. I'm just, oh, I forgot. We were doing it. You missed it. You were on the tail end of it. Yeah, I was fucking potty trained, learning how to ride a bike without training wheels. Fuck you, man. (laughs) 89 rolls around and Joe was just kicking the training wheels off his bike. Seriously, dead fucking serious. In 1989, (laughs) I was eight years old. And people are like, well, you know, the eighties. And I'm like, I barely remember the eighties because I was eight when they were over. I was born in 70. I was born in the Carter administration. (laughs) I don't remember the eighties. Right. I remember 89. 89 was pretty clear. I mean, that was like the first year. If that, I had you know, a... I started watching like R-rated movies. I remember watching Goodfellas like Christmas 89. And uh, that was like what kind of started the whole punk rock thing for me was because Sid Vicious's My Way is at the end of it. it right. Like, we went down to the record store the next day and got a copy of uh, Never Mind the Bullocks. Here come the Sex Pistols. And Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow! And I think I I, got, I bought that. You got you went for, you made the jump into punk rock from Goodfellas. Yeah, it makes so much sense the way you explained it. But I'm just like, where the fuck is he going with well, this? Well, you know, because that That's that great. closing song is uh is Sid Vicious's version yeah, of yeah, My of course, Way, of course. which is just a great a great. Mm-hmm. But I remember hearing that and I'm like, man, this song rocks. And I looked at my mom, I was like, who sings this song? She's like, Frank Sinatra sings it, but that ain't him. So we like <laughs> watched the credits roll at the end of the movie, and she's like. It says Sid Vicious and the Vicious White Kids. And I was like, who's that? And she's like, well, Sid Vicious was in a band called the Sex Pistols. And he, like, died of a drug overdose and all kinds of crazy stuff. And really? And she's like, yeah. I was I was like, I want that. I want to get that song. She's like, well, I'll take you down to the, to the music store tomorrow. And you can see if they have it. And I went in and he said, oh, I don't have that. But I have this. And that was uh, my introduction, man. Where, what music store was that? Boulevard Tapes and Records, which ironically enough is... Was directly across the street from where I am uh, moving to. Oh no shit! Okay, on, that was gonna be my Beale next street. question too. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. He was located right there at like, at like, like two oh six or two oh four Beale, like where the the, you know where Sarah Peterson's art gallery yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So right next to it, like right between there and the Healthy Bar, in one of those spots was Boulevard Tapes and Records. I'll be damned. Yeah, yeah, super cool, man. How long ago was that? Probably what year was oh, that? Third. That was eighty nine. I think he he closed up somewhere in the early nineties. Probably when H- Hastings came to town. I I'm say thinking. You're pro- you're, yeah, you're probably. Yeah, it right, probably right, was right. a death knell because that was also I know. Not from my own personal knowledge, but from other people that have been around here, that the early to mid '90s is when downtown really started to die. It did de- early to mid '90s. You know, when I was a teenager, uh, you didn't. Th- there was nothing good happening downtown. Me, night, yeah, same so. with me, and I, that was a few years later. So, I, and then Brandon had opened the House of Sound right down there. And so even then there was nothing good happening down there. So even then that, that just in, enhanced that just that just gave you a reason to go down there before, yeah. you know, like if, if you got pulled over. So then when people went to the bowling alley, that there? what the bowling alley was it after that? Is that where do people get where, where do you would you go if you were younger the in desert? this town? Well, here's what we would do. We'd go to Copeland Lumber. 
which was over on Airway, which is where uh, it's that that big build. You know where Cave Radiator is? Going yeah. to the lumber yeah, yeah. yard. So that, that okay. Big, like contractor. It's been a swap meet. Yeah, I know. Years. I know exactly where you're so talking that about. Used to be yeah. Copeland Lumber Yard, and they used to stack pallets like 50 feet high over the side of the the fence. So we would go to Copeland Lumber on Friday night knock over the pallets and steal about 50 pallets. And then we'd have somebody go buy us about 10 cases of Mickey's forties. Oh, <laughs> and we'd head out to one of the cattle ponds and have a big old bonfire. And yeah. Have a good old bond. That, and that okay. was, uh, that was where we went when we were kids. W- when they the finally desert. build that, the interchange and the road goes, you know, straight from the, from I 40 directly out here. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, I want to go have one last party at the cattle ponds out there. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a bunch of people way over the age of twenty one. And right, cop- what would what would the beer be? What what would be? Your, oh, it's going to be anything like, from Natty Natty Light to Mickey's. We, maybe we're going to have play Edward Forty Hands. You Paul, go. you ever played Edward Forty Hands before? No, I don't know this one. I know Pete has. This is a drinking game. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I'm in. I okay. want to. I want right. to play this in. So you take a forty and open okay. forty and duct tape them to your hands. Okay. And then whoever uh, pisses, whoever like just breaks down and and. Has to like you know have to you're drinking your 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 forties right, but you tape them to your hands. You tape them to your hands, okay. so you can't use your hands. So, um, and the first person to break the seal and rip those things off to go pee, uh, they lose. It's okay. a terrible, stupid fucking game. That's I a weird. We never we never played that. Game. I don't. I, mean, I, I don't know this one. That game I've heard of it. But oh really? We usually just punch people in the face. So I don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's the difference because between, of the sex I, pistols. You just start punching people in the face, and, and it goes back to Goodfellas. It was really, uh, I mean, it was just violence. All right, there's the there's Poncho. Oh, see see there's, her? Yeah. There she is. Yep. Poncha. Poncho. No poncha. Poncha. No, it's Poncho. It's Pancho. It I know. It's I Pancho. 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 Like a uh, famous female likes, pilot back in the twenties. Tortillas. Yeah, exactly. And quesadillas. <laughs> um, so we just call those cheese crisps bro. so dude i remember when i first started dating my ex-wife and i went to her house which is the white and and i love her don't get me wrong but that family is one of the whitest families and i oh, come yeah. from ranch land i mean it's fucking white back there but they're you like said ranch don't they call it like ranch dressing white that's that exactly what, what i mean oh yeah, that's ran- what you like, mean yeah okay. like most people in the midwest their blood type is ranch like mine slowly right. turned into cholula but it's mostly ranch still <laughs> okay um and uh I went over to her house and she was like looking to make something like right after school or whatever. And she's like, Hey, you want to make you a snack? I'm like, sure. She's like, cool. I'm going to make some cheese crisp. I'm like, what the fuck is a cheese crisp? And then she just pull out, pull out flour tortilla and cheese. And then a frying pan. I'm like, you make me a quesadilla. No, that's and she's a like, quesadilla, no, bro. So here's the thing. And this is, me and my wife had this conversation recently. Okay. Okay. That's a quesadilla. If you're putting it in the pan with a little veggie oil or a little bit of butter and that tortilla is getting crisped up. Yeah. That's cheese crisp. Or, I mean, that's a quesadilla. Okay. A cheese crisp is not crisp. A cheese crisp is, is straight up cheese on a tortilla in the microwave, and it is anything but crisp. I was going to say, okay. that's it's like a cheese flop, but it's called a cheese crisp. That and that's how is that a Kingman invention? That is what that's how we that's a butler thing, I think, man, because that's what we all ate. Cheese crisps. What are you eating? Cheese crisps. Oh, shit. Okay. Why wouldn't you just fry it because the microwave is easier? Is that it? 30 seconds in the microwave. I have to wait for the oven, or a, a the, minute the, and a half on the stove. <laughs> right. and It's we, 10 times no, better. Yeah, Don't have all second. Good. Come on. And you're also not good. lying to yourself. You're like, this yeah, is a dude, cheese crisp. It's well, not crispy. There's no crisp. So And, and you know what we <laughs> ate it with? Like, so fucking beans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm waiting for what you ate. This con- so nasty thing. Quesadillas, paste picante was reserved for quesadillas, but when you ate cheese crisps, <laughs> you ate La Victoria. 
Oh my god. La Victoria Mild, baby. That What's, was just that was how you did I it. I do like La Victoria's sauces. Don't Everybody get me wrong. Everybody likes La Vic, dude. That's where it's at. It's better than see, and I'm not a Tapatio guy. I don't fucking like don't Tapatio. Like that, I'm not a huge Cholula guy, but I will take that over Tapatio. I like, I like Yeah. I like uh, you could take Somebody a, was just recently saying something about how Tabasco is a trash hot sauce, and I'm like, wait a second. I know. I like Tabasco. I, I don't I like do Tabasco too. because it's too acidic. There's oh, too there's it. too much acid to it and not enough good chili flavor, which sucks because it's one of the last truly fermented hot sauces out there. Yeah, it sits in the barrels but, for a long time. But I I, perfunly, I per, perfunly, personally yeah. uh, either Louisiana brand or Crystal. Crystal's my favorite of those, those style. Crystal's bomb. Yeah, I like all these. A lot of these. Things, I like. But. I like every, every hot sauce. I swear to God, I, there's not yeah. one that I'm like, oh, that's not good. I only have two or three in the refrigerator now, but I always have Tabasco in there. I always have some some form of habanero. It seems yeah. like I keep gravitating back towards that. Oh, you could take a. I like that whole line, like the green habanero. Like that one yeah. is really good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hot sauce talk. talk with the record man <laughs> and Paul. That's it, man. Don't get me on food, bro. Hey, I'm Pete. Sorry. Hey, music, Pete. Music What's your favorite food? hot sauce? <laughs> music and food. I can't give you any. Yeah, no shit, right? Isn't that the fucking truth? I can teach you how to live your life, but I can give you pointers on how to eat a cheese crisp. All right, I have another. I have a question about your record store, though. I'm going to go back to this. Alrighty. Because that's why we're you here. You have a record store? <laughs> right. I thought you sold hot sauce. <laughs> you should open up a hot sauce. Shady, shady you should have a gross. corner. A corner of your store have hot sauce, right? a Shady rack Grove, of hot sauce. Shady Grove Saucier. Yeah. I like that idea. Make, have a microwave in there and serve cheese crisps to the customers oh, in there. that's it, dude. That's exactly what's going to happen. No. Cheese crisps. Don't. Mickey's 40s. <laughs> Mickey's 40s, yeah. punch in the face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it back to 93, baby. She's like, this is like, yeah, this, man, this place would be great in Butler. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Man, you want to talk about what's crazy, though? It's like, uh, not to get off the subject we're already off of but it's like food right uh i grew up eating vito's pizza because mm-hmm. they used to run an ad in the daily minor it was like two pizzas for 12 bucks so i hadn't been there in probably 25 years and my wife and i took the kids there about a year ago exactly the same man fucking awesome but two pizzas <laughs> for 35 right well i mean the price isn't the same but the yeah. food i swear to god man, it has the not food changed exactly yeah. the same it is the exact same Everything. It's so great. I That's was good. Like, oh, it's just like. It's kind of comforting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. I think that's. Well. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I really like uh, going to oysters because I know that their shit is exactly the same right. every single time I've ever been there. I feel the same about El Palacio. Every time I go to El Palacio, it's exactly the same. People are like I don't really like El Palacio. Like, oh, I'm not gonna lie. It's not. It's not my. Abuela's Mexican food, you know, it's not right. family cooked Mexican food. It doesn't taste the same as that, but it's the same exact thing. Every time I go there, I know that when I get, you know, a, a red chili enchilada there, it's going to be exactly the way it was the last time I was there, and that's so you got to respect that. You know? Have you been to the new uh, Mexican place downtown, new-ish, the Jalisco, uh, Million Jalisco? It's, you know, I went in a couple times, and it's not, uh, it's not bad at all. It's really good food. Mm-hmm. It's just. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a creature of habit. So. It doesn't doesn't turn you on, but yeah, I I it is different than. Uh, yeah, they have some good stuff though. I, I I mean, I wasn't upset. Let me tell you. Yeah. It was just one of those things where it's like eh, I just can't give up on El Palacio. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to have these uh, things downtown like that. If you live downtown or uh, work down there, it's it's a great. It's, it, nice, it's to nice to have an option. Way. Yeah. You know what is just insane to me is that we don't have a like a sushi place downtown. Oof. I mean, like like we have. Bangkok Thai, which mm-hmm. is amazing, but oh yeah, why don't we have you know not even a sushi place? Like we need to have like a poke, like 
sushi burrito and now you're talking my language oh god if we had a poke bowl place shit i i might as well just a ramen place a noodles place the only thing about the ramen thing is i don't know that it would go over well year round that's because that, that was my thought several years ago. I'm like, I think right. a ramen place would go over well. And then I started thinking about how hot it gets here. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. and definitely I equate soup to cold weather, man. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I don't know. May I? It was just that was the only that was me trying to punch holes in in what I thought was an okay idea, but it turns well, out it, may, it might not be. And it, they do okay, like in places like Vegas. But the difference is, is, is the population. You got a huge people can draw yeah. draw from. Well, you got also we up don't there, have that here. We don't have as many retired people here as we used to. So they're not. You don't have all those people on blood thinners or wearing a jacket in the summertime. Like you, I, 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 I know that sounds like I'm joking, but I'm really not. Right. Because that's why a lot of different places down at Bullhead and Havasu can survive throughout the summer. As you have that heavy, heavy older crowd that are just cold all the time. I mean, honestly, like it, just, it really is. Like you, I don't know if you guys have ever driven around early in the morning in the summertime in Bullhead or in Havasu, but, like, there's people out there jogging in old windsuits from the 90s. And like they're it's, fully and covered it's, up. And it's, it's 100 it's... degrees already at 7 wow. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Nope. But anyway. All right, here's my question. Place, poke's. Can, can you guys, do you or have you or will you, can you carry new vinyl? We do. We do. Okay, we actually, see, I didn't even know that. Since the last time that I was on, okay. uh, we have actually started expanding to carry... Uh, new titles, newer titles, and uh, sealed new vinyl. Yeah. All right, here's a question then. I, I got tons of questions about this. If you get a bunch of, uh, if you're carrying, I don't know, who who's the hottest artist right now who might be pressing a bunch of vinyl right now? Who, oh, give me a couple of them. Just any anybody can think of it. Taylor Swift, is she pressing vinyl? Oh, yeah, yeah. Billie Eilish and mm-hmm. uh, okay. Jack White's always a, a definitely okay. So if they give, do, do you have to order a certain amount, or do you need to carry? If you're going to carry no, this, you got to carry I ten. Great, or... I have a great distributor that we have set up with that I don't have any. Uh, there's there's no minimums. Okay. For what I have to order, so do they? If you ask, or would they give you like a uh, if you're carrying a certain uh, lot of whatever, would they give you a demo record so you can be playing it in the record store no, while they're. No. No, those days are those days are long gone. Okay. Now. So, but I mean, you know, it, it would have been nice to grow up in those in that era. Right. right? Promotional, yeah. Yeah. They I, don't do any of that anymore. Well, because I guess they're no. It would have been directly from uh, from radio stations. I mean, I'm right. sure that there are some places that still get promotional items, you know. But I mean, there's I mean, there's no major chains left anymore for right for yeah. record stores, you know. I mean, unless you so it makes no sense to them, yeah. Like I mean, I'm sure that if Target was just a music <clears throat> store and they were as big as they are. They would get all the demos that they wanted or promos, but all right. So someone is uh, is flipping records in your place and looking around. They're gonna be buying something probably, and they run across an album that they really like, but they're not gonna buy it. Could they take it? Would you play it for them while they're shopping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you. Yeah. Oh, I'm always. Okay. I, so I don't have a listening. I'm the listening station in the shop, and okay. that's strictly because I don't want people dropping needles on. Right, my vinyl. But, no it, but, you, but you would you would play something for them if they wanted. Absolutely, you to. if okay. they bring something up, hey, can I listen to track two on this? Uh, always happy to do stuff like okay. that. Okay, all right, cool. Customers, yeah. That's always fun to listen to the actual vinyl in the store. That was so with growing up. You, we won't all went through this, but Joe's a little bit younger. I'm older than you are, but Turtles records and tapes that was a big one. Uh, or, or Peaches records and tapes in Atlanta, and then Turtles. You could always go in there, and they're always they have a couple of turntables going, and they're always playing stuff. Just constant playing new vinyl, new vinyl, new vinyl. It was so much fun. You know, that's where you would go to hang out. That was the place where you went. That's, that's one of the places. That's what we're trying to to keep alive. You know, we're tr- we're trying our hardest to keep that that whole thought process alive with collecting tangible media. So, like on things like First Friday, when it gets warmer and the and 
downtown is more hopping later. Do you stay open later? You bet. Okay, good. Bet. I yeah. mean, we haven't in the past because our old location is just off the beaten path. Right. But I, I'm anticipating that with uh, our new location. It's going to be a necessity for us to be open in the evenings. Everyone's walking around. They want something to do. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Even if it's just to come in and hang out and say, "Hey, I mean, you know, we're we're going to be there." So. You're going to have to when you walk out of the door. You're going to have to look left and right to watch out for the scooters. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. I saw them on there today. I was yeah, downtown. Yeah, I, I don't know how it works. I don't. I don't yeah. know how it works. I think it's a cool thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just, I just don't know how it works. I I don't think they're supposed to be on the sidewalk, but there's nobody really enforcing it. No. There's also no enforcement of them. Um, they're supposed to be 18. Right, and you don't see a lot Minimum. of them. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of people under age un, under eighteen riding them, and I'm like, it's, I'm just I'm waiting. It's gonna happen because there's they're not obeying. Um, <clears throat> they're they're going twice as fast as a bicycle and not obeying like stop signs and right. stoplights. Right. And it's just a matter of time. And I'm like, I'm not. Someone's gonna get I'm, whacked. I am yeah. not somebody who gives a shit about rules normally, but when it comes to something like that, like it is, it's really for your own safety and those and. Somebody's kid's going to get run over or something like that. It's going to be oh, really bad. I mean, I honestly hope that you're wrong. I, you know, I, I mean, really hope know, that I'm wrong because I don't right. want somebody to get hurt. But I, I have a feeling it's going to happen. Just being down there all the time and watching them whiz by, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm not I, just saying I, it's I, the kids. I would hate for that to happen and, and, it, and like, this whole little experiment becomes – uh, you know, deemed that it was. A now, bad see, I told idea you so. It was a bad idea. I told you. Versus, yeah. it being successful and people saying, "Hey, you know, we tried that. Let's try something else." But here, here's that's, what that's really the only way that we're going to get that 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 change. That right. exactly, want. and grow to, in that direction that we want. And and uh, to be honest, I've like looked at the like the waiver and things like that. Like when you opt in with the app, like it's it's a hundred percent on the parents. It's a hundred percent. Right. Um, so and, if something does happen, they're going to be yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be and and they're probably going to be really really. I think they're already profitable because they're people, those scooters are used up all the time. Yeah. Like I was looking for one Saturday night just to putter around on because it's fun, and uh, I couldn't. There wasn't any available. There were like three available, but they were like ten percent charged. So we have and they're this, all being used. How do they charge? How do they charge? Some there, I've seen a guy um, collect them. Yeah, he collects them, puts them in the bed of a truck, and takes them somewhere and charges them. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Charges them overnight. Yeah, so I, get I think he might be at the powerhouse. Maybe that could very well be. That would make sense. Oh yeah, because the Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. There, huh? uh, maybe I'm making that up, but um, man, so, I went by there the other night. Not to interrupt you. Went yeah. by there the other night, man. There was like. All of the all of the Tesla stations were filled up, and I was like, "That's that's so funny because everyone was bitching about." Oh, dude, put dude, all these in. And a few days before they opened up, there was a guy that said, "It's gonna, it's never, they're never gonna see more than one Tesla there ever." And and I I on of course Facebook, I can't avoid it sometimes. Like, I'll bet you everything right now. I'll you know ten thousand dollars to your hundred dollars that within two days they're gonna have more than. They're always full. Yeah. They they don't understand this market. They don't get. Right, Joe, Joe. That we're on I forty, and the the other places filled up. They don't. They're not paying they, attention. They, they don't. They don't understand. And, and these are people that are like, we have a brewery in Kingman. No, <laughs> uh, we have two. Like the same. You know what I mean? Like right. And I constantly like every single. It's like it's probably at least twice a week. I have people that come in and go, Wow, we didn't know any of this stuff was going on downtown. Like, how long are you, are you new to town? No, we've been here fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I get that. I get that on a. I, I would get that on a daily basis in the record shows. I didn't know there was a record shop in town. It, it's incredible. So, but when you guys said it wasn't that long ago where there was nothing, like it cycled down, right? And then it, 
it's always kind of downtown it's kind of cycled up and down where it's been vacant and then active and vacant so do we think we've reached a, a critical point a critical mass i think so which is not going to go i don't i think that there's there's a lot of growth to be done still i don't know what what i mean is that we've reached a point to where we have enough interest downtown to where it's not going to die out again no it'll never die out again you think, think it's yeah. done doing it'll this never nonsense. die out again as as younger generations become the breadwinners and the people that are spending money that demographic that that right. downtown style uh, and, and a record shop is not necessarily on... for older people. It crosses a lot of age groups. But then we have the scooters I... and the bike shop downtown and the, yeah, or the, the skateboard shop. Skateboard shop. Yeah. And, you know, we have all these stuff that, that's really focusing on, on you know, people that are out there spending money, right? Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that we're looking for. It's not just older people. So I don't think that it'll ever. I don't think downtown's ever going to take a downward swing again. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. I think we might hit plateaus. But I think we're always going to be on the rise. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of of finding the right people to get in there and making sure that uh, that the city of Kingman is is doing their due diligence to make it easy for small businesses to thrive. Well, uh, and and they do a great job. I mean, city council, I believe, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. You know, Jamie Staley. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. does amazing work, I, and she's like the one that did the whole thing with the scooters and bringing all that in. And I love that. I love that people are thinking outside of the boxes for ways to, uh, to kind of get people excited about coming downtown. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And being able to get around quickly. That was the thing. Right. It's like, yeah, you want to get out and stretch your legs, but some people don't want to walk six blocks, right? eight blocks. So we have this blocks. new, I hope you know, if you don't know about this, this is going to be interesting. I'm about to quiz uh, Pete here. We have this up and coming project, this downtown uh, walking self-guided tour project with Jim Hinckley. Are you aware of this? I am. I've heard about it. I, I didn't know. Uh, I don't know what stage it's in. Or okay, I'll, we can talk about that after the break. But uh, but at least you know about it, so that's good. My point is this, though. With this, there's all these points of interest gonna, when I have in all these multiple blocks and right down your street and all this kind of stuff, too. So these scooters would be perfect for that. Yes. People don't want to walk the entire length of this tour, self-guided tour thing, but they can get on these scooters and just pop around. We had a, me- had a meeting with this project this morning downtown. That's why I was down this downtown this morning. And we were coming out with Beth Ferry, and a couple of those scooters were lined up outside because they, they kind of distributed them around too, I guess. Yeah. And Beth goes, oh, this would be great. You know, we should do this. We can go around and do a mock uh, test of the whole tour when it gets set up. And I went, yeah, and then we get to go to the hospital and see if they're all geared up again after COVID. <laughs> they're, I'm telling you, those scooters are a lot more stable than you think. Are they? My yeah, big okay. ass they're not on as it. sketchy as you think. Okay. They're My big ass on it was on there, and I'm like, you do have to get, like, if you're not, if you're over, like, 120 pounds, you have to get a running start. Right. Because those motors aren't strong enough. They don't have the torque. Right. Yeah, you're definitely you not going to go from dead stop. Okay, I was I was getting a little dumb. That was the night of uh, Crystal Foss's birthday. Okay, and I think it was after you left. Right, and we all went out front, and a handful of people had rented. I'm like, all right, I'm. Riding, oh, I remember I'm, seeing them parked out there. I'm yeah, riding these this bitch. Yeah, and then I and then I got a bit too froggy, and I scared the shit out of myself. I'm like, oh, I almost lost it. I almost biffed it. But it was fun. But I used to I used to skateboard and I had uh, dirt bikes and that kind of stuff too. So I'm not that part. I'm just older now. I know if I fall, I'm going to go to the doctor, <laughs> probably at speed. I'm going to break something probably. Maybe you know I don't know. Maybe you'd be like I could still get radical. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a scary proposition. Man. <laughs> I can already feel the pain. But I'm I'm gonna try it out for sure. I'm gonna go down there and check it out. We should be able to start up a little scooter gang. Yeah, this will be uh, this will be yeah. We can do like slow mo uh, <laughs> YouTube Is this a scooter gang. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, scooter club. You don't want to 
You don't want to we, call it a gang. It could be a popular channel on YouTube. We could we could freaking monetize it. Who knows Just how popular old, it would be? Old men, older dudes doing scooter things. Old dudes doing scooter shit. <laughs> In go. Kingman, Arizona, I like that. right on sixty six, people. That's now I be. now I kind of want to get like a like be the guy uh, who has like the bigger, like the big electric scooter, and just be like, I'm the leader of this gang. What's up? And I have like a leather jacket, but board shorts on. Yeah, but then <laughs> you know you put yourself at the top. Something's always going to be challenging. Oh yeah, I'll take that challenge. Heavy lies the crown, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I love that. Uh, with that, hey you guys, let's take a break. All right, all right, we'll be right back. More with Pete. All right. So just how far down do you want to go? And we could talk it out over a cup of joe. And you could look deep into my eyes like I was a supermodel. Uh-huh. Well, it's you and me, baby. We could trust, we'll say nothing to no one Know how we bust and never crack a smile Or flinch or cry for nobody uh-huh. We'll give your ID card with a border card Yeah, your alias says you got Jean-Luc Picard The United Federation of Planets Cause he won't speak English anyway Everybody knows
we're back. Thank you, Pete. So thanks, Pete. Yeah, hey, it's my pleasure. I'm, you know, I'm like doing out here doing God's work. So, so right, Pete, we're back and we're talking about his new store opening up in. You don't even know when. I, you know, <laughs> no, no, uh, <laughs> right. It's either going to be uh, April the thirtieth or May the third. One of the two. Okay. Hell or high Which water. Which is, is shop, now the twentieth. No, it's twenty. What's the twenty? No, it's not the twentieth yet. We have somewhere between ten and thirteen days to get everything done. For those of uh, for those of our, like our listeners that listen the day it drops, it would drop on four twenty, bro. Oh, is it? Yeah. What is day mean? is that? When's four twenty? Is that today? It's four Tomorrow. April twentieth. Tomorrow. I don't even know. I don't smoke <laughs> pot anymore, so it used to be a major. It used to be a, a very important thing to know. I used to be a white supremacist, so like I'm a big fan of Hitler's birthday. Right. <laughs> I did that, not used to be a Hit- white supremacist. Please. Is that Hitler's birthday? Yes. Oh, see, I also, it's when Waco yeah. burned down, and also when the Ruby Ridge, I think, all yeah. happened. Right, yeah. the same. I yeah. think was that the same time. It's all sorts of tragedies. Hey, you know what I was going to ask you is what's uh, what's going on with uh, we, you had just said something about it before we went to oh, break the, about the tours, the tours thing. for the the Hinkley tour thing. Yeah, what's going on with that, man? So, right, so tell so me how that even works because okay. I don't even know. So you said you were kind of familiar with it a little bit, but didn't really understand what the gig was. Right. Okay, so uh, I belong to Kingman Main Street, this group, nonprofit, whatever, trying to enhance downtown things and um so it's not a large group right now maybe nine board members i think i don't know what it is but the the big project this year and this past year has been uh like art in public places and then we want to also do this self-guided walking tour thing that jim hinkley's been wanting to do for decades literally and he does this he you can get a walking tour with jim hinkley downtown anyway right you can take right. you probably, i don't know if you knew but i've taken a couple with him did he do like a ago. halloween one like yeah, the, haunted, yeah. the haunted one yeah, yeah the ghost tour right. is cool i've yeah. done that but what he's really wanted to do is have like these points of interest all downtown in front of historic places and buildings and things and have little little plaques there explaining stuff but now with the technology the way there is now the idea is and he, and, and we heard about this a while back is to have a, a plaque with an old photograph on it with a little bit of explanation in a QR code. Where you can take your phone, boom, and it activates the that point of interest, and there's a recording of him explaining and talking yeah, about the perfect. site. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So what is happening is um, we've been working on it, this project for the past year, Kingman Main Street has, developing these points of interest sites, working with Jim Hinckley and doing research, and he's doing a lot, of, most of it on his own, raising money. We've raised close to $100,000 to pay for this whole thing, and build this plaza. So this pl- little small plaza, brick plaza thing, which you can buy a brick for $125 and have your name right there on 66. Um, it's going to be right in front of the railroad depot, if you know it's right downtown yep. on 4th. There's a big sign, a big banner out there right now. Well, actually, tomorrow, now that we brought it up, this is coincidental. Do you know about that? I tell you this. There's, they're brown, groundbreaking tomorrow. Oh, on the, for the plaza. On 420. On 420. Oh my God! We can promote that. That'll drug be great. test. That's, that's a wholesome. That's a wholesome right. thing to promote. Better study tonight, boys. Yeah, study your study for a drug test on the twenty first, boys. But we think there might be. Yeah, in fact, we had to take the banner down um, earlier today in the in the post because they're going to start to build that out, and there's going to be a full size uh, 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 sculpture. <laughs> sculpture. Yes. Go, thank Sculpt- you. He said statue. sculpture once. I said it's actually going to be a statue, right? Yeah, of a bronze. A scu- I, I said sculpture once. I said, it's you know, it should be sculpture. It's not a sculpture either. He, no, statue. it's not. Statue, well, it's a, well, she carved it out of clay, and then we were casting it in bronze. So, I don't know. Like a dreidel? So she sculpted it. Yes, initially. And then you send off the sculpture to be casted into a statue. Sculpture. Right, thank you. Or, or sculpture. Is that just the covers. process? I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm coming off the cuff. Yeah, here, she, so I really it was full. Know. We took 
she took measurements from him, photographs, dozens of them. He went down there for sittings, in this case, standings, and all that to to get sizes. And this has been a long process, and it wasn't cheap to do all this. And now it's at the foundry in just south of Salt Lake, and it's being uh, cast. So yeah, that's, there's there's molds being. T- so I mean, that's going to be there, and, a- and then yeah, it's going to have a, a big plaque there explaining the tour, and then there's a big kind of a pla- like a brick plaza with some benches out there that people have bought for fundraising and you can b- currently buy one. There's, there's room for a, a couple thousand more where you can buy a brick and have your name or some in honor of someone or whatever. Oh, that's and ha- cool. Have it in the plaza right on 66 and that's where the tour starts. Okay, so we learned a handful of months ago that someone said, hey, they're going to have the, this is the cool part, one of the cool parts, the inaugural National Road Trip Day is May 27th this coming year, so they said this last year. It got delayed from COVID for two years in a row. It was supposed to be two years ago. But they said they this national the national calendar people, national this day, national taco day, national sister day, whatever it is, they they made up the you know, national road trip day and they chose Kingman, Arizona to be the kickoff city on sixty six for National Road Trip Day. Well, we didn't really know that. It had nothing to do with our tours. But uh, Becky Fawson at the Chamber of Commerce brought it up to us, I don't know, six months ago. We went, what? Well, that about ti- is about the perfect timing for when our sculpture <laughs> and the tours will be starting. Huh. So we're combining it together. And so Friday, May 27th is the unveiling of the statue and the tours project and the kickoff of National Road Trip Day. And we're closing down part of uh, Andy Devine from between 3rd and 5th. And then uh, 4th Street will be closed partially. And then an empty lot, which is adjacent to the Beale Hotel, which used to be a building, a really cool building there also. But you, there's an empty lot there. I know you've seen it. It's right there. It looks like a parking right, lot. Right across from El Palacio. Oh, yeah, where yeah. The, big where where the, that mural was for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. We've already hired a couple bands. We'll talk about that in a second. But that's where the stage is going to be. And we're going to have uh, DJ music and then live music throughout the evening into 10 o'clock. And there's going to be a beer garden there. So it's oh, going to be cool. It's going to be a downtown. And we're trying to get businesses to stay open. It's not a first Friday. It's the end of the month. So And, uh, it's, and it's Memorial Day weekend, too. Memorial Day weekend. That's why yeah. they wanted to have that be a national road trip day. Because yeah. it kind of kicks off the traveling season of the season is Memorial Day weekend. Season of the season. And, it's the um, time <laughs> of the season. So it's going to be kind of we hope, So we hope to be a big thing, and hopefully you'll be open later at night. You can have, a, you can have a, some specials maybe in that kind of – we're tying yeah. in more of the downtown businesses. We're not going to have any food vendors really except for like shaved ice or something. It, uh, uh, so we, I'm just going to ask this. I, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you. Go ahead. That's kind of the gig. Yeah. So, I mean, Hinkley's done so much for, for this, this city. Man. Yes, I mean, and he's, he's written like 25 books or like something. Also. Awesome. Is there any way that we can cancel the Hinkley statue and possibly get like a Cindy Crawford statue, like circa 1989, in his place? We can still give him all the props, but should we call it a Jim Hinkley statue? But it's well, actually Cindy Crawford. Can we have yeah. what about what about? That's Jim? what I'm talking about. That'd be perfect, man. <laughs> a statue of Jim Hinckley's head on Cindy Crawford 1989's body. Boom, now we're that thinking outside. And it's a, pe- I'll tell you it's a what, Pepsi Jim's, dispenser. Jim's great, and I, I respect everything that he's done. I, I know how much he, right. how much passion he brings to the table for... I mean, he, he's been the only guy for so long, but he's just not as pretty as Cindy, man. Like, I'm just going to... Sorry, say Jim. I, he'd I, be the first to admit he's not a handsome guy. Right, devil. right. I'm like, damn, and that's a lot of money to invest in, it is. in a statue it is. of Jim I, I when love we could have a statue of Cindy, man. <laughs> 
You're, you're going to be what shocked. What about a statue of Pam Anderson on Andy no, Devine? No, when she, no, no, remember when she was in Playboy and the shoot was on 66? And, right out and the police of, came because she Yeah, she had, she had to do uh, fucking community service because she got topless. Man, I don't know. I no? Don't, uh, Cindy's just the greatest of all time. She she's really the goat. is. She she's is, the goat, bro. She's the goat. I will give you that. I was like, any any boy that was like any, any pubescent boy in 1992 – had that poster of Cindy on their wall, you know. So, so I didn't I tell like, you the story about Cindy uh, uh, Crawford Brinkley, Christy <laughs> Cindy, Brinkley, Christy Brinkley. Who are we talking what? about? I don't know. Who are we talking about? Now I'm confused. Well, we were talking about Cindy, but the old guy Crawford. Yeah, old guy was like oh, some old guys got to bring up a 70 year old fucking woman. I'll what, tell what you the what the fuck no, did Christy, I say? Christy now I'm, my, amazing, my brain man. just shorted. What did I just say? You said, you said Christy Brinkley, not Christy Brinkley. You said Cindy. Cindy Brinkley. Oh my god. Christy, Cindy Crawford, Shady Grove Records, <laughs> Shady Shady Brinkley, Shady, Shady Crawford, Shady, Cr- <laughs> Cindy Grove. I feel like we're playing charades <laughs> in know, fucking in, crazy, in, 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 in when Harry met Sally. Oh baby mouth, baby baby mouth, baby fish mouth, baby fish mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's great because all the you know all four people listening to this are going to be like seven. We're up to seven. Up to seven. In, yeah. Cindy wow. Crawford. Actually, met her very briefly in the Bahamas, where we used to go down there a lot. And she was staying at one of the little tiny islands. And she's got really big feet. I'll tell you that right now. She's got long. She's got I, big you feet. have told me this before because yeah. I forgot about them. I'm like, oh yeah, Cindy Crawford has big feet. Right. So we were at this little tiki, small, crappy bar, which is awesome in the Bahamas. Before it got really overrun down there now, and hanging out. And the sun's going down, and and I can't remember who she was with. It wasn't a, a dude, but anyway. They kind of walked up, and my friend Tommy, who's an attractive guy, all he goes, "That's Cindy Crawford." I went, "No way!" Yeah, it kind of. It, I'm th- I'm looking at her, going, "No way, no way!" And it is. It's obvious. It's her. So my friend asked, "Cause I'm sorry, you Cindy Crawford?" And she goes, oh, "On occasion." And that was about it. That's there, a there, perfect answer. There was no and other. Then <laughs> that's the, beginning the teacher of a asked Paul to come up to the blackboard and solve a problem, and he could not. I could because I got flustered. Oh, you could solve the problem. You just had another problem you had to solve right. first. Right. So it was, a, it was an engorgement <laughs> issue. <laughs> oh, what are we even talking about? I don't know. Man? So anyway, I don't that's, know. I that's the it. downtown yeah, tour. This hanger to talk about. So May twenty seventh. That's the thing, and there's going to be more activity. We hope the whole purpose of this too is to bring people from the powerhouse because that's going to be one of the points of interest. They'll realize there's a tour going on. They go, "Hey, let's go into town and." The idea is let's cut to the chase to bring more people downtown to spend more money at your record store, for example. I, you know, yeah, I just, I just want, I want downtown to be bustling. It's just, right. it has the potential to be so amazing. And I, I go to other towns, obviously with larger populations, and go to their historic districts, and I just love it. And I look at it, and I think this is what Kingman's going to be in X amount of years. And I think we're, we're all pushing. Yep. Uh, and your store is a great, that. a great piece for that. And then especially now, since the Tesla chargers are down there and they got to wait for a while and their scooters are available, they may go, Oh, look, it'll be 40 minutes before my Tesla's fully topped off. I'll do this tour thing on a scooter, you know, and they'll come downtown and zip around downtown. Yeah. I like that. That's, that. a that's cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect a thing to do. Potential, a lot of potential yeah. for things to be. To right. Be, uh, so that's the, that's the Hinkley tour, self-guided QR code, cool, cool. audio thing project. All right. And national kickoff of the national Again, road Jim, trip. Jim, I'm sorry for the whole. Right. It's like when we had the, we, we had the the band pl- the bands playing would be the painters with a Z. That would be uh, that's a Leonard Interiors. He calls it a rock and roll redneck reggae band. 
is what he kind of goes. I don't know how to classify it. And I went, all right. And I was getting a little nervous about it. And I went down to Sporties and w- saw them a couple weeks ago. I'm like, they're really interesting and pretty high energy and good. And we're also having uh, Jeremy Foss and Curtis Larson and Julia is singing with them. And they're, they're a group they call a sound hole occasionally. You know, it's, it's sound hole. Yeah, yep. I said, I need a name because they didn't, they didn't want to. They always change our names too. But like they were going to do swill hole. But then that, that was that was right. Joe's that idea. Guy, that, I, that wasn't my idea. I think oh, that was I think that, that was, was Jeremy's idea. I think that was Jeremy's. That's oh, yeah, Jeremy's right. like yeah. swill hole, but they're I, not gonna I let said us do that. I Julia's said, sound hole. And oh, that's, she that's, oh, that's horrible, man. <laughs> Julia just looked at me like, shut the fuck up. Right. Mike, I didn't say that, bro. So now that the was, name of their that group. Was Joe. I said it in front of Mike and Mike laughed, and I'm pretty sure got a dirty look just like I did. So for this event, yeah. it's called it's called Sorry, Julia. it's a sound hole the plus sign, sound hole plus. So that Julia is the plus, sound hole plus. Yeah, right. and then the the painters, and then that's going to be. Down. I don't. I don't let you know this also. So when I had the painters came down there with um with uh, Leonard, and I said, let me show you the venue. And he didn't really know where it was exactly. And we walked down from Sporties. He goes, I said, right here. This is it. And he goes, holy shit, this is a perfect place. Said, yeah, the stage will be against the wall, the back wall, and it's going to be a huge. We're going to have all the sound and lights and all that stuff. And he goes, God, this is awesome. So I started to tell him a little bit about the history of downtown. I said, and by the way, the the back the wall is the Beale Hotel. That's the Beale. I said, do you know anything about the history of the Beale Hotel at all? He goes, no, I have no idea. I said, that's a rather famous hotel. I said, for an example, who stayed in there, Charles Lindbergh, Amelia Earhart, the Three Stooges, Bob Hope, have all stayed in the Beale. He, he was like stunned. He had no idea. Of, of the history of that place. And yep. I said, you're going to be playing right here, right in there, you know, in the same spaces that these ple- people were around in and doing stuff. And it kind of blew them away. And I said, that's what the whole tours thing is about, too, is to wake people up and get people to recognize some of the history of downtown Kingman. I hope there's nice. some more, like, more recent history stuff. Like, I want a QR code and a stop on the tour on the backside of the downtown Circle K that was like cheapest weed, 1985 <laughs> to 2005. Well, this is just phase That's one. That's like what weed maps is for, though, That is right? what weed, right. that should be on weed right, maps. It's like right. a, it's like a. <laughs> like, back of Circle K. It's like, do you want just some. Just talk to Billy. Yeah, talk to Billy. <laughs> Billy's selling in dime bags behind Circle K. Still selling dime bags to this mm-hmm. day, probably. Well, this of, is. Of this shitty is Mexican press weed. Half, like that. half oregano, half. Yep. Oh God. Hundred percent. Half brick, half oregano. From eight to eighty. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't exactly, care. man. <laughs> well, this is so just phase one. So phase two shit. could contain some of these. Phase <laughs> two should have some funny shit. We're gonna have several. Fa- you know, once a year, we're gonna have new, new uh, historic sites. Open. You could have like a, a QR code outside I, the I house love of that, sounds. Joe. I love. I love how how. <laughs> How that just kind of like shits. Jim's like dedicated his whole life to the history <laughs> of this fucking city, and you're like, well, man, hey. You know, all of that history aside, man, we need to put some shit in here about who's selling <coughs> weed behind Circle K, bro. Really? And right. not just weed. Multiple other mind-altering substances. Right. Yeah. Or maybe a QR code on the side of the Beale Street Theater from back in the day when when I the, the first time I ever wore handcuffs was when I, me and another guy beat the shit out of a Nazi that showed up to a gutter mouth concert. Right. There should be some sort of about that. Like some Ooh. meth lab explosion. Type yeah, thing, yeah. You know? Well, we could have the main QR code with all the real interesting normal book type history. And then we could have the alt code. Say so if you want to know more about the flowery part of the NC more modern history codes. Right yeah. here's here's this one. You can click on this. NC seventeen. I haven't heard that. In a yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> Jeez. I was just That's reading great. about American Psycho and how it was a uh, an NC seventeen rating. They only cut out like fifteen seconds of the movie, and it was. The sex scene with him and the two uh, um, hookers. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. 
And there's, I don't know if you've ever seen the director's cut, but it is much more violent in that scene. Really? Yeah. Like, I haven't. Like, I, 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 you know, I'm not going to lie, man. Not one of my favorite movies. I've fuck, watched it twice. Fuck, I love that movie. You really? Yeah. I've seen it probably 15, 20 times. Really? Yeah, because it's a, it's a really great um, tome on uh, psychology, but also sociology, like groupthink and things like that. It, and conformity and stuff like that is very, very like high level shit. I, I when I first saw it I was like nineteen and it wasn't I was like, Oh, this is cool. Ooh, looking all right. The Christian Bale guy, I guess he's like he's a fucking psychopath. And I and the music was fun and I like the scene where he just murders the dude. I, I thought it was cool that he murdered Jordan Catalano. That was my that was oh, my I thing because I was okay. like, I hate that fucking guy because I'll never <clears throat> be that good fucking looking. Ever. Right. So I liked that part. And then he's like talking about Huey Lewis in the news and dancing around and putting on the rain slicker and like I thought it was cool, and then I watched it as a, like a more mature adult. I'm like, oh, this is fucking out there. Like, but I eh, anyway. Maybe I'll rewatch it. What man. amazed me about I don't it, think I've watched it in 15 years. You know, Christian Bale is a fantastic actor, but what still blows my mind is that he was the kid in Empire of the Sun. Yeah, that, that it's like wow, really? Yeah, yeah I he didn't was. Know the, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. And you look at me like, doesn't really. I guess it could be he could grow into what he is now. Yeah, it looks totally different to me. That's and him. He yeah. and he was a little tiny skinny pipsqueak in Newsies. Which would have been 1990, 91, that yeah, Disney I was say you guys 90 or 91, yeah. yeah. So I guess like a year or two later was when probably Empire of the Sun came out then, I guess. Right. Something like that. He wasn't that much. He was, what, 12 years old, maybe? Empire, Empire of the, the Sun was mid 80s, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was no, before? No. Was it? No. It had, it, it, you're saying it was before the, the movie you just mentioned? Yeah, yeah 100%. Because he was like a preteen in uh, Newsies. I think he was clo- all right. Let's find this out. Oh, when did Empire of the Sun versus Newsies? I mean, I, I'm you guys are closer to death than I am, so like I don't Dude, know. By I, like uh, by like three years, five, five <laughs> years, <laughs> I think <laughs> he said, "Fuck yourself, man." I think that's, Empire of the Sun. That's what I get from Paul all the time. I think Empire of the Sun came out after Newsies. That's what I'm gonna guess. Let's see. I Which think. one are you looking up? Empire of the Sun, 1987. Oh, shit. Yeah. Newsies was 92? Newsies was 92. Whoa, that's a lot of years apart. Yeah. Five? Well, when you're you're growing up, you grow up a lot during that. Yeah. That was like the the time span between season five and season six of The Sopranos, where AJ went from being like a fat little kid to being like an angsty teenager. I've never seen a single episode. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. (laughs) That's too fucked. I've only seen a couple. All right, dickweed. Here's the thing. When it was on, I couldn't afford HBO or cable. And then by the time it was off, everybody was sucking Tony Soprano's dick. And I just kind of, I'm like, I I like Goodfellas coming in at two hours and 45 minutes. I don't need 10 fucking seasons of it. So I was like, I was just kind of a prick about it. And then I just never, I just never watched it. Now you're just jaded about it. I'm not jaded. I just, I, I, it's, I, I, I might pick it up at some point and watch no, it. No, it's like, a, it's a, it's a great series, man. It's an amazing series. I've it's heard. A, and an I love interesting, the, the, the introspective idea. into, uh, into other parts of, uh, of like the mafia life, mm-hmm. I think, but also still keeping in time with, uh, with the classic Scorsese uh, right. feel of. Of you know watching it, and I respect your opinion shit on shit. So I, else. I will probably watch it at yeah. some point. Here, I just... Here's what I told my buddy because uh, I recently have had this conversation with somebody about who never watched The Sopranos. So you watch the first episode. If you watch the first episode and you can't wait to start the second, you'll watch the whole season. If you're like, yeah, that was decent, you, then you, you may not want to waste yeah. your time. So it's not it's wh- one of those things, man. Where it, it it it's just a it's it's an interesting it's an interesting show if it. All right, here, here's a series where it, a lot of people don't get past the first episode, first season, because it's so fucking bad. 
But it's, I mean, it's really interesting. It got me kind of hooked. Like, what the fuck? I was told to watch, which I don't think you've seen all the way through either. Black Mirror. No, no, okay. I haven't seen Black Mirror all the way through. Do you, but I, do you know of this show called I Black do not. Mirror? Oh, it's only like three seasons, I think, and uh, it's kind of modern day dystopia. Like now, or a little bit in the future, and how we're all stuck to our devices. The Black Mirror is this. That's the oh, black, gotcha. That's the Black Mirror. Gotcha. A- and um. The the episodes aren't really tied together at all. They they kind of they kind of stand alone. They don't really. There's a common thread in them, but you don't have to watch the first one. But the first one, people that I I told you you've got to watch this and get past the first episode. Just you know, trust me. And then they come back and go, I I can't watch that because the first one was so disgustingly bizarre. They're like, I'm not going to watch this. And that's that's kind of what got me hooked. Actually, it didn't get me hooked because you told me watch this, watch the first episode. If you get past that, it's fine. And when I queued it up on Netflix, I didn't realize it, but my roommate had been watching it, and I just started season or started like season two, episode one. Oh, okay. I thought that was the first episode. And I'm like, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> and then I finally went back. You're like, you didn't think it was bad? And I'm sure you thought I was like not right in the fucking head, but like it's a. Uh, Did you go it, back it and look at take I, that to under, to know that? Yeah, no, I was, yeah, <laughs> and, and I went back and watched the one you were talking about. I'm like, holy fuck, where the. Was a pri- British Prime Minister. Is, yes, he's uh, and he was blackmailed, he's blackmailed into, into doing something fu- uh, into fucking, into fucking a, a pig. Yeah. Oh, now na- they don't on international TV. Yeah, they don't really show the actual act, but it re- it destroys uh, whatever. It's like what the fuck? This is this. I'm, I'm going to really watch this. And people told me too. They said just get past the first episode. That's really twisted and fucked up. And he eventually ruins his obviously his family. There's a lot of things out there. I'm probably gonna pass on that one. Then I gotta be honest. Cause well, but it's, but but everything beyond yeah. that is not like that. It's not not even close to that. It's a little twisted, but it's not it's not that goddamn graphic. You know, you know what show I tried to watch three or four times and I just couldn't get past the first few episodes was a uh, Penny Dreadful. I've never seen a single episode. Uh, of that one either. You know what? It's, I haven't hey, either. Man, it, and I love that whole Cockney era. Yeah. Style shit, and it's just. Man, it was just it was just too hard to to get into. I was like, kept trying. I had a buddy at at work that was like obsessed with. Oh man, you got to watch Penny Dreadful. Man, you got to watch Penny Dreadful. I, All right. So I, I, I watched could, it I, like three or four times. I watched like the first three episodes. Like I just can't. get If into it's a it, period man. piece, it has to be done a very specific way for me to get into it. I yeah. was this, I'm the same way with Boardwalk Empire. I tried to get into that one. And yeah, I just, it's another I one. Really man, I tried to watch, and I, was like, I watched yeah. half the first season. I'm like, this isn't. This and just I isn't. love uh, I love one of the actors in that movie. Steve Buscemi. Uh, Steve Buscemi, obviously, yeah. man, is awesome. But Michael Pitt. Oh yeah. Michael Pitt is just. I mean, some of the roles he plays are just straight up psychopath roles, and I just yeah. I love that. You know, like. But, Someone uh, who can just drop into that and like that guy's probably a re- really a psychopath, or he's yeah. one of the nicest what was people that? ever. He was in a movie like a kind of like an indie film called. Uh, uh, was it the Dreamers? Little games or fun games or something like that. Man, it was like where him and they're like these like entitled rich kids, and they straight up like just home invade some people and kill them for no reason. They're like. I've never heard of this. Oh, man, this or, a, or rather, it doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. Like people called, didn't even know without Yeah, any they have no idea who they were. Funny in, games. Funny games. That's what it's called. Yeah, Boy, that was a while ago. Yeah, I was going to say that was... Uh, but I went back even further when you said the Dreamers. I was like, there's a lot of nudity in Dreamers. That's a that's yeah. a French indie film. That, that was like his film debut. Him mm-hmm. and uh, Ava Green. Yep. But yeah, Funny Games, man. That was a movie that just kind of... Speaking of old movies, man, that I watched, I just... <laughs> Now, I'll tell you what, man. I just watched High Fidelity again. Oh. I haven't watched that in probably I haven't either. It's a great movie. Yeah. You own 
a record store. Yeah, and, and you, I'll tell you, I regret. Don't watch it once a month for tips and tricks on uh, what to what? do and what I not regret, to do. I'm shocked. I gotta tell you, I, I regret watching it, man. Why? Because I, I had this. Because you want this, that kind of story. I had this memory <laughs> in my head of what it was and and how much I liked it. And I watched it again and I'm like, God, fucking John Cusack, man, just. Such a whiner through the whole movie. He is a pretty he much is, of a whiner. But, but yeah. dude, you are a grown up, man. Quit and and just and just. The, so like, I had always focused on his character in the movie and thinking, oh man, it's so great. And and Jack Black just makes that movie, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It just like absolutely makes that movie for me. Watching it again, I was just like, but you know, here's the whole thing. I guess this is <laughs> this is really what I was gonna say is, I had a hard time enjoying it because the whole time I'm just looking at what he has in the fucking bins. And on the record wall, like trying to recognize <laughs> yeah. records, like oh good, there's stiff little fingers. Look, there's Bowie, let's dance. Look, there's there's Coltrane. Blue or you're like, there's like, like all this shit, and I'm just like, ah, like oh, that's a nicely done display. I think I'm gonna yeah, copy the like, way that rack is. Like, <laughs> Honestly, it's like me going to breweries, going, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we're gonna steal that. I, yeah, but, I don't but know, it, man. His record <laughs> store is kind of a dump, though, dude. To be honest with you, I well, like, yeah, yeah, it's in Chicago. Have you ever been to Chicago, especially that area? Yeah. So uh, it's it was, it's it was interesting though. I it was interesting to watch it again as as a proprietor of a shop. Now yeah, and, and see and think. Oh, okay. That's, I watch it probably than, uh, two, two or three times a year. Really? Like I fucking and I've read the book multiple times. Yeah, and because the, the book takes place in England, in I think it's in London. Yeah, and uh and it's virtually identical. Now, did you watch the TV show on Hulu? I did not. I like the little interesting tie-in that they did with uh it was uh it's Zoe Kravitz plays. John Cusack's character. Kravitz? Kravitz. Really? So, so, and that's Lisa Bonet's daughter. Oh, yeah, okay. And that's... Lisa Bonet was in, you know, yes, High Fidelity. Yeah, she was yeah. the, yeah, she was the it's... love, the partial love interest. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Lady, fuck, what was her name? Shit. Anyway, when they all walk in, and she's playing, and what's she singing? she's, she's what's singing, the, she's the like, What's the song? She Baby, sings? I love your way. God. And they're Jesus. like, I fucking hate this song. And they're like, I don't hate this song so yeah, much. Exactly. <laughs> you got three horny dudes just standing there, like, I don't hate it that that much. much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I. But like, when I walk into your record store, I just hope that's that those types of people walk in. Right. Because I fucking love High Fidelity. I love and I love that it shows. It's got the one guy, the the the, the black dude is like, you guys are just a bunch of snobs. Like. Oh yeah, because like you think like, every all like, you guys oh, like. You're, what, like he's getting like a Captain Beefheart record. Or yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna. Sell I don't, I don't think this. I'm gonna sell that. This, uh, this. No, you this said record. you would. You said you get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you don't want that wiener in your store. And then he like, when they clown on the old guy. I didn't know it was pick on the middle aged old guy day. Yeah. Like when he goes in, he's like, I want to buy uh, something for my daughter. It's like I just called to say I love you, and like your daughter does not like that. She does. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Oh yeah. I was like, yeah, he wants a Lionel Richie record. Yeah. I I I. <laughs> When it's sweater season out, and somebody has a sweater that is maybe has a little bit too much of a pattern, that's still it's always gonna be a Cosby sweater. Like I always fucking right. crack that Jack Black joke because I've seen that movie way too many times. I'm shocked that you don't sit and watch it and take notes. Oh, you know, like I said, man, it was just one of those things that I had been meaning to watch it for a long time, but I, I finally got around to it. I saw it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna watch High Fidelity tonight, and uh, like I said, I was kind of bummed that I did, man. I I, I really had a a very more fond memory of it maybe it's just because i'm like so you have a different I perspective hate to now say this man but i'm like so adult now and i just want to tell yeah. like quit being a 
jaded little bitch and run your store, man. Right. Like, and you know, like, God uh, damn. The, the way his character kind of grows throughout right. the, the movie. He's is, like moving in that direction, right? Uh, right. Like and realizing that's, that you can't be a kid forever. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. time to, and, and honestly, I've gotten perspective from that movie multiple times in different times of my life in the 20 some odd years it's been out. I really do love it. Are there any other movies that are kind of semi semi heavy or a lot of scenes in record stores that we all Empire remember? Records. Empire, yeah. Empire Records. That's I a nineties one. And I don't then know what? That pretty in Pink. Yeah. Oh, I, Pretty in Pink. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I've never. You've seen, never. You've never seen that movie. I've never seen Pretty in Pink, and I've oh never seen God, Sixteen Candles all the way on, through. You're coming up on the third fuck off, man. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let's discuss when it came out and how old I am. Right, but still, it's a classic, man. So it's Casablanca. It's fucking boring. It's black and white. I've seen Casablanca. Yeah, but believe it or not, I wasn't alive then. Black and white. I was not, not alive. Not pretty then. in black and white, bro. It's pretty in pink. I get it. Yeah. I, I just, I, I just haven't. I don't know why. Like, oh. I didn't seek have you it seen out the to watch Breakfast it. Club. Yeah, multiple times because that. What? <laughs> I've seen the Breakfast Club because it was on so you, TNT so, and TBS on okay, Sundays. But here's what I'm saying. Describe the ruckus. You can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, can Would you, you describe, describe the ruckus? Describe the ruckus. <laughs> Screws fell fall out all the time, sir. It's an imperfect world. <laughs> and see, I, oh, I, something hurts. I just do. You know so how hard. I know Ouch. that Breakfast Club is much better than all of those other movies because people quote it way more. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's not. But all I'm the point that I'm making is that you using the age thing is not. It's not a valid uh, excuse. It is. Let me and I will he justify it. All it. He pulls not that in card my out. World, I pulls that card out. I all would the time. say, Pete, that you're too young to really have been into those because you weren't a teenager when those teen movies came out. No, I was. It's not. like my daughter getting into like uh, uh, American Pie. Like go. she okay. was born. She it, it came out the year before she was born, yeah. and she probably didn't watch that movie until she's like 16. And I'm sure she didn't find it that funny because all of the references are so fucking dated. No, I went through like that phase. I I want to say when I was. Uh, like from 14 to like 16 where there was still a video store up the street. Yeah. And it was like during the summer, and this is like right until up until the time that I couldn't drive. It was like during the summer when we had nothing to do, like I would walk to the video store and just rent whatever. And so you go on like these kicks, right? Like, and, and like pretty in pink and all of those movies just kind of fell into, you know, a, a rental phase of that's fair the, all yeah. the 80s brat, stuff. Yeah. brat pack thing. yeah all the brat pack yeah. shit yeah, yeah. so, it so was like, now flash forward several years right um the last video store that well there was a video store in in troy ohio up until probably 1997 and then it closed the blockbuster closed down and moved a, like a, a way across town to where i couldn't access it on foot or by bike and then i moved out here in 97 and there was hastings so when i would go and they would have the 49 cent movies you got for like five days yes. for right yeah I wasn't renting a bunch of 80s movies I'd never heard of. I was renting, like, Empire Records and, like, concert videos faces and shit like death. that. Nah, nah, never Faces of Death. You never did Faces of no, Death? No, I did, but they were digital. They were downloaded. It was several years later oh, on, see, on like, never, a LimeWire and shit. We never had that. We never had that. Like, I didn't live. I didn't. Well, no, I didn't live in a house without a computer until I was 20 years old. Yeah. Like, it, it was my dad's house. I never we did. Had, I we had did. internet, but we never used it to... To do it when we first got it, like when I was like 16, we were the first people in the neighborhood to have internet at the house. It was an yeah. exciting thing. Uh, but man, I want to say for the first year or two, I we didn't even really think about like like internet porn was not a thing. Well, it was also no, on dial up. 
And yeah. then like downloading movies and stuff. Yeah, it was non-existent. It was dial-up. I mean, it, mostly it, what we were doing yeah. back it was just then chat was, rooms and stuff. Mostly what we were doing back then is we were like doing chat rooms and and I want to say looking up a lot of like reference reference things like uh song lyric interpretations and uh i was learning to play the guitar at the time so i was i was downloading a lot of tablature yeah there yeah because it was be all a place there used to be a, a huge website called olga.org which stood for online guitar archive and it was actually archived by like i want to say the university of indiana or Olga's like a women's bra was, or lingerie company not lingerie olga Right, right. Yeah, no, Olga, Online Guitar, online guitar Archive, archive is what, archives, is what yeah. uh, the acronym was. Are you looking that up, Joe? What are you doing in there? Uh, I was oh. looking to see. What was it? Olga.what? Olga. I want to say it was like .org. I don't think the website Olga. is. Olga.org is open learning community. Just type in Online Guitar Archive. I want to see if it even still exists. I don't. I doubt that it even still exists anymore. But Because there's no reason a, for it to be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was the first place that... Uh, and then there, and then another one came out. It was called Tab Crawler, man. And we used to download Tab Crawler, and then Alt Tabs, Alt yeah. Hyphen Tabs. So yeah, Alt Tabs so, is still around. Yeah, is it really? Yeah. So uh, those were the ones that you used to be able to go and. Uh, the The reason we liked Olga is because it would automatically format in PDF, so you could easy print everything. Oh, okay. And so we would print. I mean, man. So it when, came out good. Yeah. When I that that year when I was sixteen, I want to say I had. Oh, Joe showing you something. Oh wow. It's up, but it's whole. It's 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 not Olga it's archive, or it's right? but it's at dot edu, but it's still updated. Oh, it was a dot edu back in the day, even yeah. Because yeah, so it was this from is a school, it's the University yeah. of Indiana, S- Michigan. I can't remember where the fuck it was from, but yeah, man, they had an amazing resources at the time when, when the internet was in its infancy, at least for us, you know. And I want to say that year that that I discovered that I probably had three or four. George of- Mason University hosts it. Three or four reams of paper worth of, of that stuff yeah. of guitar tabs that I, I mean everything yeah. from Jim Croce to Black Sabbath. Man, I was just in there trying to learn how to play yeah. as many songs as I could on the guitar. That's really, cool as hell. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, yeah. man. I was just like, I think about the innocence of the internet at the time. You know, it's like, oh god, I, yeah. I, no, ain't, ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah, it really is, man. Yeah. Because it's just kind of unfortunate what it's grown into and what it's become, right? Yeah, it's that's like web 1.0 is was, what people call that. Is web was, web, web yeah. 2.0 is when you got a little bit. Like uh, honestly, got, man, if there's one thing that I could disinvent in the world, like somebody posed this question the other night on the internet on social media, like if you could disinvent one thing in the world, it'd probably be the internet. That's, not the internet, social media. No, the internet. Yeah, I think the internet inter- as a whole, man. I just I think that when. When the internet as a whole took over, that things things really. But I really love looking up a stuff. Lot though. More com- like I, a I know, lot. and so do I. And I'm, yeah. you know, you're you're talking to the guy who is called Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I believe me when I say I get it. But I think of the the world pre-internet uh, as far as stability goes. It's yeah, it's day and night. You yeah, know? and more just seeming normalcy. I, I think. Guess. I I also it's think like, we're looking at it from the lens of a very very short timeline. Right in the grand scheme of things, so like, uh, it's uh, it's like when you discover your first microscope, there, or when you have a microscope and you discover there's this whole world you can't actually see, and you start looking in that microscope and you're like shit, like I, me, that was like the nerd in me came out. I was like, holy shit, I can just like rub my asshole and I can see all sorts of cool shit on a slide. Like I literally, <laughs> you don't have to hardly do anything, just like blow your nose and wipe it on a slide, and you see some see cool things shit. Are moving around. Yeah, so yeah. like once you put, oh, but but like that's also terrifying. Yeah. 
because it can create germophobia and all sorts of other shit too. Sure. So when you start shining a light in places where there wasn't one before, it's like when when the old farts or people that don't understand how the world works, they think, well, this world's gotten so much worse and the world sucks now and the world this and world that. No, no, no. It's always been bad. We can just hear about it much faster and see video that happened across the across the world from five minutes ago and you see these horrible things by every measure of goodness humanity is doing better right and so i I, but we hear about the bad stuff so much more so so it's depressing it wasn't an innocent time it was an innocent time for us in this country maybe or us that lived like not in inner city or didn't sub-saharan africa or things like that now we just hear about all those things but i'm with you on the internet like i think so what i'm getting at my point is is that Right now, it's like the infancy. It's like when shit's really bad, it, but it's shining a light in, in places. And this younger generation coming up, they want to fix everything. Right, and, and I, I think I, that's great because we haven't had that since the really old boomers that are now hippies. And I'll be, and you know, I kind of begs the question, but I, I agree with what you're saying. And the information dump isn't the bad part about the internet, but the disinformation. Yes, dump absolutely, is, is what becomes complicated. And then on top of that, what what really really hurts in my mind is uh disconnection through connection yeah right? so we're all connected and as we become more connected uh in this in cyberspace so to speak uh we become more disconnect more disconnected as a society and i think that that's that that in itself is where the issues lie you know they, these are the things that have created this world where hate speech and and all of these things have become more prevalent in different ways you know what i'm saying so i i yeah, these people have a microphone from halfway around the world can just piss you off by something that they say that you find so disgusting and horrifically wrong and vile, right. like some racist, terrible thing or something. It's like, God, these people still exist? Oh, my God. And they're these 4,000 followers, whatever, are seeing this. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like what everyone the fuck? has a fucking soapbox now. Yeah. Right? It's like, and some people, and, and, you know, myself included, but some people... Don't deserve a fucking soapbox. Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you to a certain degree on that. Unless they, I mean, I mean, everyone deserves to have a voice, but you also need to be, it needs to be within reason and accurate. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, and th- that is the problem where people talk about free, free speech and you should be able. And I, I get, I get all that, but the disinformation stuff, if it's really blatantly false, I mean, provably wrong. I got a real serious problem with them having the same loud microphone that the truth has. That, and that's, it, that's that the really issue. bothers right. me. But right. then people go, well, you're not into the First Amendment then. Maybe I'm not exactly as much as the First Amendment or whatever. But that's about the government. That's that's what that problem is. It's about redressing your grievances with the government and that kind of stuff and saying that our government has a problem and they can't come rip you out of your home. Well, that's like the 95-5, right? I mean, it's like 5% black, 5% white. And 90% is gray. I mean, so yeah. things like the First Amendment, it, it, anybody can use anything and tweak it to fit their agenda if you dig deep enough, right? Yeah, of course. So, and I think that that's one of the things that, that all of this social media and all of the internet technology has brought to the table is, like you said, giving people that should not have a loud microphone a real fucking loud microphone because all it takes is money and dedication to get your voice out there. But I can see that someone would say, that's well... How, that's how we ended up with Alex Jones and, and fucking InfoWars. Yeah, no right. shit. You get but, all these nutcases. But there's a large group of people that will say, maybe they don't even agree with Alex Jones, but they say, well, he should be able to have the right to say and do these things. Okay, should he? Joe, I don't know. I I just don't... I know how dangerous it is to, to me to go down that path of saying, well, some people 
really shouldn't open up their goddamn mouths. But in, it's it's great that both of you guys brought up um, brought him up um, because he the internet is self policing on a long enough timeline. It is right on a right. long enough and, timeline. But and, but how many people in the meantime? Fall, yeah. How many people fall victim in the meantime? Right. So no, this, no, this I, is, I agree 100%. Yeah, no, I know, and, yeah. I, and I, again, I'm yeah. not... It's like the Red Scare, and, and all those people whose careers were tarnished for the rest of their lives and multiple generations right. later on, then it turns out they were never communists. Right. It's, or, and, or or the satanic panic, right? Like, yeah, this, let's talk about something that's more from our which, age group, right? It's like... But again, with our... The, like, the age gap between you and I is so small... I don't remember this shit. I've read about it in books and magazines, oh, but I don't remember it. I've, right. I've read about so, it. So Paul is a couple years older than me, so right. he probably really, really remembers how, how silly that was. And so, you know, pre-internet, because you didn't have a lot of people that were satanic stepping up and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're fucking here. We're here to, you know, kill right. babies and slaughter dogs right. and all the crazy shit that people thought. So what happened with the satanic panic was there was a huge fast peak. And it, it it immediately went through the basement because everyone's like, okay, nobody's killing kids, nobody's turning, nobody's sacrificing anything. Right. This is all fake, right? Wasn't it kids playing Dungeons and Dragons and shit? Like it that's was a like lot it was wrapped of different into things. There was a lot of different things, and yeah. they, they were really looking for someone to blame for for angry youth, you know. But uh, it's it's different now because satanic panic happens now. Now you have all these people saying, yeah, it's real. And even if there's no proof, you have a lot of people still screaming at the sky. Yeah, it's real. And we're perpetuating that's So it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to perpetuate disinformation now, uh, which which makes it very complicated to thrive in uh, in a very fragile society. I mean, yeah, I, w- so I would tend to I agree. Yeah. Joe, Joe and I are talking about the show that the newsroom There's also an episode on there where they're talking about. Have you, you seen the newsroom? Is that the one with uh, Jeff Daniels? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's really show. good. Oh yeah. I'm watching great it now show. for the second time all the way through, and I. I'm, how many episodes? Or how many uh, seasons? Did three seasons. Three seasons. Three. Right? Yeah. yeah. I watched all three originally when it came out, and I remember being like, "Jeff Daniels is just a fucking genius." I mean, the guy is such a great actor. He does an talk amazing about, job. Talk in about this a show. broad scope of, yeah. of talent, right? I like I mean, to watch uh, like a couple episodes in the newsroom and then clips from Dumb and Dumber. That's what I was just gonna say. Is like <laughs> it's you're awesome. Go, yeah. Which he's an incredible actor. I mean, he is. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, just an amazing actor. But yeah. but there's a, a they're, they're whiteboarding one of their shows coming up, or they're talking about how we're going to structure our new show. And one of them is, you know, is there, are there, is there two sides to the story? And someone's like, well, there always is, and I think or something like this. She goes, no, they're not. There's sometimes there's only one side to the story, and sometimes there's five or six. But there's not. You can't assume there's always two. It's like giving people the same amount of airtime. We talked about this before. That that are flat earthers is the same giving NASA scientists. I'm sorry, they don't fucking deserve it. No. Fuck you. It's not the truth. You do not. It's not another side to the story. And in another truth out there's not. There's capital T truth in this case, and that's it. What, what Why are we wasting our time talking about stuff that's just fucking false? So wait, wait, helping. you're telling me that you think the Earth is round? I got a couple huh. of clues. You believe in the Earth? <laughs> <laughs> this is just a simulation, bro. Yeah, we're not. You forget <laughs> we're that. We're floating in space. Right. Man, I remember. I, I, how many fucking nerds were there in 1997 after the Matrix came out, or 1998 that were like, man, this is a simulation, right? The, oh, the Matrix, like, dude. Musk okay. still talks about that. Oh, like, I think it, we're in a simulation. <laughs> oh God. If we were, we would never know. Either we way, wouldn't. it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. It's not relevant. So. It, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm like, if it's a simulation, fuck you for writing simu- this code. If like, it's a simulation right. or not, it's still reality. Either, it's the reality yeah. that, we, that, we, uh, that we exist in. So it, trying to figure out if it is or not is just a waste of time. 
it's you know? it's 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 it makes more sense like who who uh, I can't remember there's like several scientists that Musk the reason why he thinks we're is it's not that he thinks we're in a simulation it's that it's plausible that it's a simulation mm-hmm. like of all the different things that could be going on that's one of the theories that's out there that it's a simulation the one th- and we my, just don't know my favorite one was that it's a it was a parallel universe paradox uh huh that when the hadron collider started that that is oh, an yeah, offshoot yeah, yeah. like in back to the future too yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of created yeah. like this so skewed, I, I a skewed timeline skewed a time branched yes, timeline yes, as it were yes exactly so i i was thought that was an interesting interesting take but man i mean hey you you want to talk about you know giving people a soapbox go to go to birds aren't real.com right let's, oh like, god that shit's so funny australia's <laughs> not real.com dog yeah. like you can right. you go, find people that do not think australia is real here's a here's a shout out to old school newgrounds.com or ytmnd is that belgium isn't real <laughs> this is ba- i'm talking 2001 2002 i remember reading this and i'm like this all, almost makes like a cogent argument like have you guys ever been to belgium Nope. I have not. Okay, there we go. Been close. Yeah, but you weren't there, were you? No, not quite. So you can't tell me if it exists. Right. But they <laughs> yeah, have but, waffle. But, they have but, waffles. But they, Yeah. <laughs> I've had Belgian waffles, but not in Belgium, so right. what, what kind of waffles did I have? I've seen okay, we had this joke when I was a junior and senior in high school. We were in a photography class. I don't know how this ever started, but we started talking about Montana, and there is no Montana. This is like going to be like 1979 or 80, somewhere around there. And like, because no one in our class, anybody here been to Montana? No, I don't. There is no Montana. It doesn't exist. We did the we did, same we, thing. We did the same on our own. Shit, man. It's funny. So, yeah. Yeah. I always like. I always thought that Australia's not real. Dot com, and like, I went down that wormhole one night because I was laughing because I think it was like, like Holly Holly Lay mm-hmm. or Chris, one of the two. Like, they always post like some really funny shit. But she's like these. Like, she always posts like with just like the funniest stuff. She's like these people are not even fucking humans like what is wrong with these people and she like i, I want to say it was her man she posted this post like birds aren't real what the fuck and so i went down that rabbit hole and i'm like holy crap there are actually thousands of people literally thousands of people that think birds are not real and that this whole pandemic was put in place to keep people inside while they rounded up all the robot birds to recharge their batteries they can't really believe this dude paul I, Oh, they, I mean, you're the elder statesman at the table. You, you, you honestly. I'm the Ben Franklin of this group. You, okay, let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet. Jesus, <laughs> my God. No, you, you. Come on. Of course, there's at okay. least a thousand people in the world that will it's, believe that that they're my, ro- my robotic dick, my dick cures cancer. Okay. You could convince a thousand people out of eight or nine billion people that okay, that's you're true. Right. You're right. It, it, it just, but the birds aren't real thing. Is a joke played on dipshit conspiracy theory to get yeah. them to see how far they're. That's kind of like the QAnon it's, thing. It's, that's it's exactly it. the same thing as the QAnon thing. It's just the QAnon thing got way too out of hand. And I guarantee you, like, there's as a person who's been going to 4chan since like the beginning, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things that was started at 4chan.org. That's where QAnon yeah, got, got going. That's where a lot of internet shit starts. Like the internet, like the anonymous. You familiar with those guys? Like the hacker group, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, the guy Fox Mask, like anonymous, got started on there, which is QAnon. That's where that comes from. Now, it started on 4chan and got booted off 4chan because it got to blow up too big, and then it uh, and just went and went crazy on another on. I I, uh, I can't. I, is that what QAnon is? I thought that okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I'll, I'm gonna. Oh, God, I don't even really want to admit this right now, but 
I honestly thought that QAnon, because I, I, I literally avoid politics at, at all costs, mm-hmm. just for my mental health. Yeah, you're smart point. doing that. Right. So I honestly thought that QAnon was like a hard right, anti-homosexual, like Queers Anonymous. Like, I swear to God, like, I thought that that's what it was. Oh, that's like, what stood oh. for, QAnon. QAnon, No, that's yeah. a safe assumption if you're not, if you yeah. don't like, do I have any no clue what it. it was, man. Yeah. Like, I've heard it over, sure. and I'm like, Trump, Trump supports QAnon. I, like, I know that, that all those people are like, like those, like the hardcore okay, the, anti. So the the, the, Q, the Q comes from a government. Actually, it's the letter Q is used in some certain government file. It is a truth, and that, that was the user that originally posted right. about. I forgot what it is, but it is uh, a real thing. See, it, I'm not it that, goes back I'm just to the, not that smart, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I just no, think, that sounds plausible actually. Right? The I was Q just like, no, that sounds way more. What I thought it was. Way more like, plausible man, than I'm what it actually is, too. Yeah. Now it's seven people tonight laughing at how dumb. I Right. They're going to be like, no, they're probably going to. Mo- I feel like most of our listeners are fairly intelligent and they'll be like, wow, I wish I knew that little about QAnon because the people that do know you're <laughs> really? just like, fuck this yeah, society. Man, I, I, I'm telling you, I think that right around the time that the, the lockdown happened and I really kind of switched over to focusing on online business, I, I made a I just made a concerted effort to turn off all news media. Like, except, you know what I watch now, man, is I watch, like, like, <laughs> three TV in the morning. You know what I'm saying? With, oh, God. <laughs> with Jamie and Scott. And it's like, hey, what do you think about National Taco Day? You know what I'm saying? That's oh literally God. the shit you're, I watch, you're, You've man. dialed it way down. And then, which just, is yeah. great. I, yeah. Like, yeah, watch it, on Sunday mornings and watch what? the Sonoran Chef That's, or Sonoran. Yeah, that, watched, is that guy still on there? Absolutely, Fuck man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. They got, like, a gardening segment every morning. They got... Jamie's local love and she like talks about small businesses they do some weather then they talk about sports and then, and then right about the time that they switch over to do a blurb about any sort of national news I'm like yeah fuck this shit and then I go have a cup of coffee and I go to work and you're and, sane you're a sane and, person and I'm because a of better that. I'm telling you man I'm a better person for it like, Google, Google, Google news is what I uh, what I have but I, I have a, even do that well, I have afraid a, of it I have a no I have it like kind of custom tailored to Oh yeah, topics, more things. Wanna, yeah, the topics yeah. you can focus yeah. more on different things. So yeah, I, it, I mean, I, I watch. So <coughs> you, obviously, we can't avoid anything about like the the things that are going on in the Ukraine and the world stage right now. I mean, so even if you avoid it, you're still going to get yeah, of course, some of it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm aware of what's going on, but things like that, QAnon and all that stupid shit, I'm just like, you know. I think you were going to say something about the history of QAnon, though. I think you were. Uh, well, it's un- it's irrelevant now because okay. I don't want to. Que- I, I don't want to clue you into it because I feel like you're a rare person well, now I'm out there. Go, now I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. Oh, well, no. I'm not going to lie, man. Just because I have that that want for it, it, it's it's a uh, it's a blown way 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 overblown and more popular version of the birds aren't real thing. It's Why did you say blown? Blown. Because it's Q, because it's Q, queer. No. Blowing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. Boom. Can wow. I, can I drop this mic? You really just fucking opened up my eyes. <laughs> That's all it takes, man. Give me my soapbox, bitch. God damn it. <laughs> no, you know, I, honestly, man, it, it's just one of those things where, yeah, it. I, I will probably never... Go figure out all of that stuff. I don't yeah, have, you're good for I, you. Don't. It's, well, it's, because if I did that, then I, I we were talking about this. Like, uh, I'm almost like at full memory. Like yeah. I'm gonna have to defrag my hard drive in yep. my brain pretty soon <laughs> because anytime I learn something, 
It goes in my left ear, and then something old falls out of my right ear, and, and it's, it's like gone. I'm not ready to replace like earlier all <laughs> of the lyrics from Carol King Tapestry. I'm not ready to replace those with QAnon. <laughs> I don't blame you. Like earlier, you know, you're like you couldn't. I like you, Carol King, man. You, you know, so I'm like I don't want to fuck her shit. You couldn't up. remember right. the the lead singer's name of of yes, yeah. and then you told me that like, I, I feel like now my brain is so fucking full that something goes in my left ear and pushes out things. Yeah, yeah. So I don't blame like, you. That's it. Like I'm telling you, like I'm scared of the day. It's like. I, I, I go and I learn a bunch of new stuff and then I, I go home and I'm like, what's that kid's name again? Like, is that my kid? Uh, we're all we all been there and I'm you know? there. You know, whatever. You get older, it I'm, happens more too. I feel like it, it happens to me all the time. Well, I've I've now figured out over the past couple of years, I figured out something like because, you know, I bartend at least one day a week. Right. And then if you fill in here and there as needed, um, if I have a regular who's paid with a card, I know their first and last name because I look at their card and I memorize it. Right. right. I just remember what I see. Uh, within reason, um, like I'm not saying I have a photographic memory or anything like that. It's just it's it I, I it's just it's it's more eidetic than anything. <laughs> right. But I if you if you could be a regular at that brewery for the last eight and a half years we've been open and I've served you hundreds of times. If you pay in cash, I don't know your name. It's just a weird thing. And I can't I can't fucking commit that shit to memory. I'm not I'll remember lie faces. To you. Like I actually make uh, I make an effort not to not to remember stuff like that. Like, wow! I remember like first names, like somebody, some of my regulars come in, like, hey, you know, like Paul, when you call me Jim, that's Paul's always cool. Here, Joe's here, you know what I'm saying? I I know all my regulars' names. That come Paco in, and Jim, but it's like some guy comes in from <laughs> Washington and he's like, ah, I buy a couple records, and I'm like, right on, man, you know. And then I like hands me his credit card, and I like check it against his ID, and then that's that's it. I'm yeah. not I'm not committing that to memory. I, I don't have to commit it to memory. It just gets committed to memory. I don't do that. Anymore. Like I don't even have to. I don't know. It's if I look at it, I look at it. Tell you, if I did that, then I would be like, there goes, you know, there goes Carly Simon's <laughs> lyrics to You're So Vain, and I don't want to lose that yet. You know? Blonde on blonde, all of yeah. it, all tracks, boom, out of yeah, your brain. Yeah, you know, my wife would be happy with that because, you know, she's, she'd be like, yeah, Dylan. Like, do you know, uh, you know Dave Diaz, the bassist in The Rivals? Yeah, 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 I know Dave. So right when I first met him, probably over 10 years ago, we were actually watching High Fidelity at my house. Uh, in, in well, part of it was in protest because uh, Step Up Two was oh, being shit. played with all the daughters and 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 the wives and grandma and grandpa where they were watching that Channing Tatum dance movie, not Magic Mike before that. And uh, so we were like, "Fuck this! Let's go to my house next door and we we watch High Fidelity because we're that big of snobs." But then when uh, like we were all drinking and whatnot, and Dave gets home. About a half hour later, I get a picture of like all the records that they mentioned in there. Like, you don't have this record, you have to do that. You have to get this record and just pull it. And he pulled them all out of his collection and took me. It took a picture nice. of them all on his bed, and he's like, I've, "I'm obsessed with this movie." And I was like, "I can see that. None of those records are all that great." So that movie really, <laughs> that movie really turned me on to, uh, to like psych music. Because, oh yeah. Well, because the the song, one of the songs on the on the. On the soundtrack is from the Thirteenth Floor Elevators, which is a, an amazing uh, that was, late sixties. Um, you're gonna miss Austin, me. Texas. Yeah, they are an amazing, um, amazing psychedelic. Uh, psychedelic. Who garage. was in that? There's somebody famous who was in that, or maybe not super famous. In the Thirteenth Floor Elevators. Yeah, it wasn't uh, not Edgar Winter, but who's the other one? Johnny. I think Johnny. No. I, I no. Is that who it was? No. Now you're gonna make yeah stuff like yeah that. you got to look it up there record store man how come you I don't know, know Mister Thirteenth Floor don't. Elevators <laughs> I don't but I do I do I thought for sure there was somebody in that group that was like went on to do great things and that was one of those those bands that like 
Everybody from Texas loved it, including Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, not like known only, for a psychedelic to, rock. Like to a super group, your main kind of. No, band? no, 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 no. Like that oh. was like they put out like three albums. <clears throat> they were okay. they they were really big in their one scene, and uh, kind of like that. You know how the Velvet Underground they were told yes. like that. Uh, you know that their first record only sold five thousand copies, but all five thousand people that bought that record started a band. Right. Yeah, there was nobody super famous in that. No, band. I okay. didn't think that there was. I mean, I, not- I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I should put that shit together. Maybe it's just the Texas scene. That's the the Austin scene from that, back then. That, that's that maybe that's era, what it was. Man of of what came out. I mean, how special those guys were. Yeah. Uh, was was just absolutely amazing. So it was just. What do you think about King Gizzard? I you know I haven't listened to a lot of. You should now. check them out. I, like, I have. I've checked out a few I, things. They're they're cool. I watched uh, about twenty minutes of their Coachella set last night. Uh, as I was like going to sleep, and I'm like, God damn, I because I I wanted to give them a chance because I know they're trying to do like a psych, psychedelic rock like revival right, thing, right. and it's uh, and I like their name. I like their I like a name that's really hard to say. King, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I yeah, Gizzard cool. and Lizard Wizard. Yeah, okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean it's, it sounds cool, you know. But uh, honestly, man, it's something that unless it's like in my face and someone's like, you got to listen to this track or this album, I like, yeah, whatever, okay, okay. You know? All the good music was made. They're not making I, new I new to, music I that's good. That guy, you dude. aren't that guy. Come on. You know? There's tons of great music out there, there is, still. There's lots of great you music. just have to work. See, I had this discussion, and Paul and I have talked it. about it's this. A hard, yeah. It's a harder job now. Well, yeah, it is. Like I said, the old guy, old, uh, old guy, and I don't mean in, like, in a disparaging way. I just mean he was a lot older than me. He was probably 70 and came into Blackbridge and sitting there, and he's like, man, you can't find any damn good good music. I was playing. I don't remember what I was playing. I was like, man. He's like, this is really good music. Can't find good new music that's good these days. And I was like, no, that's not true. He goes, oh, yeah, give me an example. I'm like, I'll give you 500 examples if you got the time. And I said, the problem is you were spoon-fed great music. You were spoiled. Your whole generation was spoiled with excellent music that got played on the radio. Now, all the radio stations are owned by one or two companies. There are very few independent radio stations. They're all playing the exact same shit that's been orchestrated by record companies. So we have to dig deeper and for longer and a lot harder than you ever had to because you had yeah. you had Led Zeppelin spoon fed to it you. It used to be that you had to dig deep for bad music, you know. Yeah, so no that's shit. True. Yeah, that's very true. Or subversive yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to like, really dig deep for that. that. Like, I mean, I remember being yeah. a kid, and not to get off track from what you're saying, but I remember being a kid, and I mean, we used to religiously buy CDs and tapes and records, and we the first thing we did was like read the liner notes to see what bands this band was thanking yep. to go check out. Hundred percent. You know, because we didn't have the internet, so it was like, you know that, and so you, especially with punk rock stuff. I mean, it was like, who is, who is the band? The root. conflict thanking. Who is crass thanking? Right who is, now. Who are the New York Dolls thanking? Who's who do the Ramones thank? And then just you know? keep and going back like, from oh, there, and it just goes yeah. deeper and deeper until you get to a point you're like, okay, that's dog shit. You know, right? Like, time to move on. So that's what I'm saying. Like in the old days, yeah, you had to dig for bad music, uh, and it was usually a deep dig to. But ironically enough, now you dig for good music and it's still a fucking deep dig, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of lot of crap that you have to do. Joe, I forgot. Who, who did you finally turn this older guy on? There was a, you said try. Is it like the uh, Black Keys or something? I got him turned on to, uh, well, uh, okay, so I started grilling him. I'm like, what is your, what, what, like, like, what do you what, like? What's your favorite yeah. band, like, of all time that you can still turn on, crank all the way up, and just rock out until your hip hurts? <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, or crank all the way up, and you still honestly, can't hear it very well. <laughs> yeah. Huh? What was that? We got to get your ear horn. No. Uh, I said, what, do you, what is it? And he goes, I still crank the shit out of Led Zeppelin. I'm like, all right, you should check out these guys. I showed him how to put, bring up Spotify on his smartphone. 
And then I got them to just, I said, check out, uh, well, for, Black Keys was one of them. That was further down, farther mm-hmm. down the list. But when he said Led Zeppelin, my initial uh, or immediate thought Greta was Van Fleet, right? Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, everyone and he, says that. I played it overhead in the, in the brewery, and he goes, what the fuck is this? I'm like, these are guys under the age of 25 from Michigan, and they are murdering it. They're doing so good. And he's like, this is incredible. So then we just played around, because it was only him and his wife and like a couple other people in there, so I can get away with changing the station over and over again. But uh, he came back a couple weeks later, and I because I wrote some of these things down for him to go look up later on, and one of them was Black Keys, and he came back, and he's like, I love Greta Van Fleet, I love the Black Keys, and uh, the, another one was, um, uh, I can't remember, I honestly, oh, it was that one, I, Harris, Harrison me. Fjord. That's right. Remember That's those right. guys yes, I told you yes, about? Yes. Harrison, great, Fjord, huh? it's great hilarious. Name. Yeah, wow, Psych- great psychedelic name. rock by, uh, band out of uh, Phoenix, and they're really? they're very similar to Pink Floyd. Interesting, man. I'll check. That yeah, out. for sure. But he I'll, came back I'll to thank you. He came back. To, he, he came back yeah. the next week or two weeks later and said, "Hey, man, thank you so much." Like I, I didn't know that they were still making good music. I thought good music died in like 1990. I'm like a lot of people think that, but what happened was is you guys were spoon fed and spoiled. And I've told my dad this multiple times. That's why my dad listened to a bunch of a whole broad array, like array of newer music and old music because he had. I showed him how to dig for it. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. That's awesome. We have to leave pretty soon, right? Yeah, I think go. that's about it for I, us okay, tonight. I have a couple really boring questions about your store before we leave. Okay. Um, Here we go. I've Joe knows I've got a shitload of DVDs and Blu-ray DVDs. So he says you won't buy them, but you can trade or give you credit, store credit. Do you do that kind of thing? So. DVDs are a thing of the past at Shady Grove Records, unfortunately. Okay, that's fine. Um, Blu-rays, we still we still dabble with some Blu-rays. Like if I were to bring in a stack, I don't need. To, I'm not looking for a lot of money from any of this shit. But if I bring a good stack of solid Blu-ray movies, you get some kind of store credit Absolutely. if I want to come in. I'll always. So, with, so, so you'll do that. Okay. Yeah. So DVDs are probably the only the only thing that we aren't that we don't take in on gotcha. uh, either trade or cash. You know, uh, vinyl CDs. Cassette tapes, Blu-rays. Eight, eight tracks? Even eight tracks if they're the right ones, wow. yeah. okay. But they have to be the right ones, you know. And then uh, vintage stereo equipment, stuff like that. Okay. Guitars, amplifiers, you know. I, I like all that People stuff. People need to so. know this. They, need, this yeah, you can, yeah, they can bring in old amps cool, and old man. guitars. They can trade yeah. in some stuff. For sure. For okay. sure. Always, yeah. That's cool. Shady Grove Records opening up maybe April 30th. We're hoping oh, for or, April third, April, April thirtieth, or May third. April third, <laughs> May third. Thank you. Yes. Just, just show up either day, right. and and, yeah. and at some point, and just like, right. just show up. Just, just show fucking up. go there. Yeah. God damn it, or right. I'll break your arms. No, that's not good marketing. And the address downtown Beals. What's the address going to be again? Two hundred nine East Beal, ne- right East next Beale. door to Sea Dog Merchants, ne- and across the street from across the street from West of Third. Next door on the other side is uh, Pond World. Got some cool neighbors. Yeah, it's a great, great little yeah. area. And a good so parking lot. Great, you have the parking lot, yeah, and yeah, you've got little, street yeah. parking, which is fantastic. Yeah, cool. I, we're we're so excited about about moving in there. And hell yeah! So it, it's yeah, there's nothing but good stuff there. Welcome man. over it's, to Beale Street, brother. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah man! Can't wait. And yeah. th- thanks for coming in a lot. It's been about a year or so, like you said, and it's uh, it's worth uh, every time you come in. It's been a lot it of fun. It takes. It usually takes that long to forget about. It does. Damn. How bad it was before. Don't you forget about me? Sorry. You guys gonna clown on me because I've only seen the Breakfast Club. <laughs> you guys what, are a bunch what, of gatekeepers. Man. What's the one that's after the, the Brat Pack? Did they, they were in college in the, no, the Northeast? Uh, Saint Almost Fire. Thank you. Saint yeah, Almost I've Fire. actually oh, I've seen that one. Does that okay. does that count as one of those? Because I love I think that so. movie. A little bit later. Really? That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah. it's a good movie. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a decent movie. It's not. I'd say it's one of my least favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I'm sorry you about your shitty taste. Make sure you go to Shady Grove Records. And tell them how shitty his taste is. Yeah, go, well, go to Shady Grove and be like, well, more like Shitty Grove. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I think I'm going to make a shirt That's for it. You. I think you should make one a one-off shirt that says Shitty, shitty Grove, Grove Records. Records. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm With my phone you. number on the back. No, Joe's phone number. <laughs> Call me for a bad opinion. <laughs> All right, Pete. <laughs> Call me up because I've never seen Pretty in Pink or 16 Candles. Right. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, Pete. Yeah, thanks Have a, a good one. I appreciate, appreciate it. Best yeah. of luck to you. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Bye, folks. Thank you.